When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music, please. Howdy, childrens. Welcome again into the night with Tony Bruno. Miss Robin here live on No Filter Network. You can see us on Caffeine TV. You can hear us on YouTube on our channel, on Facebook. Pretty much everywhere. I mean, people want to know when they say, where are you now, Tony? We're making it so that there is no place that you can go except maybe to the moon where you will not know where to find this program, Robin. And we're meeting with even more people this week to try to spread the word and spread the greatness of Into the Night, back in the scene with the record machine and all that other nonsense that DJs used to say back in the day. Shout out to Big Mama, local legend here in southwest Florida. We had a chance to break bread with him and break other things in Fort Myers the other day. Good dude, man. I'm not spreading the demon seed. No, not yet. But the weekend is just starting, Joe Quills. Actually, Tony, your days of spreading the demon seed are over. (laughs) No, they're not. The demon seed is always there. That's the thing about older guys. Older guys can still create. I mean, look look at De Niro. Look at Pacino. All these dudes who are older than me are spreading their demon seed to unsuspecting young chicks who are getting knocked up while their husbands are in their 80s. And those kids won't even see, those, those kids won't even see their daddy 
in kindergarten, for God's sakes. Yeah, it's pretty sad. So anyway, enough about that. You can do whatever you want, see. I don't care. I mean, if De Niro wants to keep having kids and, you know, we used to, we used to mock uh, Tony Randall. Wasn't it Tony Randall? Yeah. When he was having kids in his 80s? God bless him. And you're right, play action reel. I do not shoot blanks. I'm always packed. I'm packing. I'm loading. I'm shooting. And I'm scoring. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We're underway. And yes, I have confirmation from a lovely woman I met in uh, Fort Myers yesterday walking down the street. Ay, papi, que rico. Dame más, dame más, dame más. By the way, that could be the earliest I've ever played that in this show. Maybe. Uh. <laughs> Maybe. Tony, let's bring the fabulous uh, Luigi Curto. Luigi's in. in the house, out there watching the debut of Bryce Harper playing first base for the Phillies. As you know, our good buddy Luigi Curto is uh, Philadelphia's number one eagle hater. Not eagle hater. Philly, not denier, a Philly inquisitor. What what would you call you? Because you've been saying the Phillies aren't good. Then they play, win four in a row. Then they lose two out of three at home to Milwaukee. And now here we are. They're ten and a half games out. The Mets stink. You know, the Nationals stink in the division. The Marlins have been uh, swooning a little bit lately. You know, and a lot of teams are starting to fade, Luigi. I mean, look at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Look at the Tampa Bay Rays. You know, look at these teams that were riding high in April, shot down in July. Yeah, I was just hearing that uh, earlier. I was listening, and you were playing the I Poppy drop. Yes. In of course, you. And, and I said, I don't think she was for you. I think that was a second shift bodega employee looking for directions, Tony. I think that's what that Well, was. I mean, it, it, no matter what it is, if she's going to drop that in my presence or with an earshot of me, I'm going to make a move. Now, Luigi, yeah, did you get I, another or haircut? Or, or I shot of you. Well, I shot. Any kind of shot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to take yeah. the shot. You know, you only you only make shots that you take. That's right. You know that's what I'm saying? Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Joe Quill says, I think that was the chick at the bodega that sold the billion-dollar Powerball ticket in Los Angeles. How about that, dude? One Sorry, I got, I gotta billion dollars. Yes. I got to get other other big news out of the way. I want, I want to, I, I is this breaking this news? Yeah, it's not. Well, yeah, a little, a little, a little bit of breaking news. Well, let's got, if it's uh, breaking news, we got to, we got to get right to it. That's what this show's about. As you know, yes. As you know, as you know, last Friday I became an actor. Okay. Exactly. I did, I did just as the actors are all going on strike, just as all the movie productions being shut no. down, just as actors are not even allowed to go to Comic-Con to pimp yeah. their projects, just as well, Barbie and Oppenheimer are opening this weekend, Luigi gets into the acting profession. Well, Tony, you know me, man. I, I, I have been known to walk the fine line like a flying Walenda. Right? I, I have known to toe the line. And I, I thought you were there. the guy that went up and you watched that movie where the guy scaled a mountain, that movie a couple summers ago. Remember that one? The, the, no, oh, the dude that went out by himself and scaled the side oh, free, of a mountain. Oh, uh, free Solo. Free, yeah, solo. free solo. Not Han Solo. Not Hope Solo. And not a Red Solo Cup. Free Solo. Boy, that movie had about 10 minutes of life, right? Has anybody that, that watched that, that in the last two years? That dude's, that dude's amazing. Well, so I stood there with, the, with, the, with my brother. I was on the picket line, Tony. I was there. And then I and I looked up at that inflatable James Vanderbeek that they had. This is a low budget film. They didn't have like an Alpacino or anything. They had an inflatable, not the inflatable rat as you cross no, they a had picket an line. James Vanderbeek. <laughs> <laughs> Love James Vanderbeek, who was Dutch, the by the way. Did you know that, Robin? Uh, yeah. Okay, I didn't know if he the was Dawson really Dutch himself. or fake. Yeah. Himself. So I go on set. I'm waiting five hours to shoot this thing. 
Now, where did you shoot it? Because a lot of movies, Luigi, of course, is in Philadelphia, and we're out here in Florida, and people are listening all over the world. But so last week, you just sort of you just sort of teased that you did a movie appearance. And right by the way, the the movie business, if you anybody that's ever been in it knows that it's the hurry up and wait. Exactly. Yes. That's what God. You just you, you just sit there and. You film, and then you wait two hours, and yep. then you might film something else. It just takes yep. forever. So I'm downstairs. Well, first of all, as soon as I walk in, I'm, yeah, i got to be an asshole, right? So of course. I, in, I mean, you're... This guy comes over. He says, uh, he says, can I help you? I say, hey, you doing? my name's Luigi. I'm, I'm, I'm shooting this scene this evening. Where blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, my name's Brian. I'm one of the directors here. Brian De Palma? <laughs> no. Oh, no, not, not that Brian. Brian. Not Brian Harmon, who's leading the – the British Open after two rounds. Not our good friend Brian Harmer and the chef. No, no relation. Not Brian Harmer. No. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not Brian Scalabrini. Or Brian Prop. Yes, Brian. White that's Mamba. some good Brian's right there. Not Brian Song, but go ahead. <laughs> not Brian Bosworth. <laughs> not Brian Baldinger and his Ridge Avenue finger. Thank you, Joe Quills. <laughs> that's so good. So. I uh, like it's pretty. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. Like when you first walk, I'm I'm not expecting anything, and then all of a sudden you see like equipment trucks and lighting crews and all kinds. Like it's crazy situation. Wait, how did you get the? First of all, people, what did you do? Did you go into Craigslist where you can't even get laid anymore, looking for furniture? How did you get a movie role? Not that you can't get a movie role because there's ads all the time for you know extras and all this other stuff. So tell us how you got. You didn't just walk out of your apartment and there was sound trucks and. Did you have a did you have a trailer so you can get dressed and made well, up? I, no. did, I did. I did ask the guy Brian says, "Let me show you around." Said Brian, "Could you show me to my trailer?" <laughs> <laughs> of course, your trailer was gutted in a fire down said, in Fishtown uh, last week. Yeah. Or were you were you discovered when you were out shopping and somebody came up to you and said, "Hey, you have a face for movies." Let no, me... I have a face for radio. That's why I was working with you guys. <laughs> no, did you have that little teardrop uh, hair like you did last week? I did. You, no, so I, people I thought you were Johnny Depp in Crybaby. Was that the in movie? Crybaby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you had that little hair I, thing going. Yeah. No, I'm usually Crybaby after my parlay misses. <laughs> right. So um, I go down. I, I do the thing. I'm waiting around. I go downstairs. But this was the breaking news: is that not only do I have an acting credit, I now have a writing credit in this movie. No. Yes. So I'm downstairs, and they're filming. <laughs> they're filming this woman in a sauna getting her tongue cut out. Right? Oh, nice. Yeah. Hot. This... So she's getting her tongue cut out in the sauna. And then they have like the detectives are in the, at the front door of the sauna. And they're trying to like, you know, they're talking about a little little conversation. And the killer put the tongue in between her hands like this on top of the sauna. Right. Like holding her tongue and um, hold the tongue. I'm not a bit. When I go to the deli, I say, hold the tongue. I'm right, sorry. Exactly. I, I, I stopped short of a pastrami. But when somebody says I got tongue. I only want it when I'm there's out. a hot chick who's going to stick hers down my throat. So yeah. they're sitting there, and uh, they're, they're talking the scene, and next thing you know, the tongue kind of slips out and falls on the ground, right? Yeah. They were like, they were like, all right, cut, 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 whatever. And they're like, oh, I'm like, like, I want to – and the guy goes, I want to do something with that. I'm like, I mean, you could say, like, I mean, would you look at that? After everything she's been through, she still doesn't know how to hold her tongue. Oh, <laughs> Now that and sounds go, like a sex. That's uh, that's it? something a misogynist and a sexist goes, the would say. Goes, the guy goes, "That plays. That's in. 
roll the damn. We're doing. Do oh, that's good. I love so, when you can improv on the set yeah. and, so, and you leave those good. scenes in. Back yes. up though. So, how did you get so the? I did that. Yeah, so wait. I, let's I get back to the beginning. How did you get a movie? You didn't just walk out of your apartment in South Philadelphia and there were movie uh, the the cast of. Uh, What's the TV show that they filmed there about it's the school? In no, no, the uh, uh, Abbott Elementary, the class <laughs> cast of Abbott Elementary, which is a popular show right now. Nah, man, I, don't, I, I never heard of that school. Um, the actors were, it's not a real school, they were protesting the strike the other day right there in Philly, the after strike. Okay. Okay, so go ahead. So, how did you get this movie role? Uh, you, you shoot, you, you go pink, ahead to the actual production the and women having their tongues. Caught out. The penguin AC yeah, says like, Penny hooked like a him up. Tarantino movie, Tony. I'm moving around a lot. That's what it is. Is this the is this a follow up to the movie that I saw a couple months ago and I turned Robin onto featuring Philadelphia talent, the one chick who's in it, uh, with the clown, Ed the clown was it Ed the clown? Remember that? We played clips of it. There's a clown named Ed on every other block. Well, I know there is. Well, there's a clown named Jim Kenny too, but he's still in. Did you see Jim Kenny, the mayor of Philadelphia, already boxing up? Terrifier yeah. 2, that's right. The movie Terrifier 2. Oh. No, Robin did not want to watch that. that. That was Philadelphia talent right there. The guy who's the director, the writer, and the lead actress. They're all from Philly. So I thought maybe since you're in a horror movie, they were filming another Terrifier uh, sequel. No, man. It was, uh, put through, it was actually through – it, it, it all comes from the Tony Bruno show, right? Was, so we somebody doing, in the in 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 Cal in L.A. and Hollywood, where I've done movie was, roles and Atlanta. I've done video games this was in Atlanta. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. No way. We were at the Super Bowl in Atlanta. Was it a chick and, that you uh, hooked up with I down there? there? I was talking to I was talking to a couple people there. It was it was when we got um, we had Eric Decker on. Yep. Okay, we had Eric Decker on. He had his handler was from here. Okay. And we her and I were talking to her blah blah blah, and she goes. Um, She's like, I was like, what, who else did you handle here? She was talking about some of the people that she handles here, a few people that were in film. I said, oh, I was wanting to kind of do something or blah, blah, blah. She goes, hey, drop me your email. And, you know, you never know. Never know. Just kind of happened. And just out of nowhere, out you of get nowhere. a phone call and said, hey, Luigi, we're filming a movie in Philly, a horror movie, and you're not even a horror movie fan, nope. and you're going to be in a scene where a woman has her tongue cut out early. At, now, no, is this early me. in that's the movie? That's not, that's not my scene. I'm in the opening. The opening of the movie. So you're in so the you opening killed? shot. I get killed four minutes in, Robin. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> well, at least they built it up for four. Yes, is this Jack Jack in the back says, is this movie going to be on not flicks? Not Netflix? Not flicks? Do you know? <laughs> what's the working title? Yeah, what's the working title? Yeah. The Patrolman. The, the Patrolman? Patrolman? Yeah. Nice. Do, you, do you play the bartender? What do you play in this movie? How do you get killed play, four minutes I play, in? I play dude number two in chair number two. <laughs> dude <laughs> number two. Did they give you some dude wipes to wipe up well, the blood from the chick tone. who gets her tongue funny. cut out? It was tone. Tone. It was because it was so hot out there. It was so funny that the, the, the guy goes, "All right, guys, you guys ready for this?" Like, "All right, ready." You know, like, um, "All right, action." I go, "Cut." I'm beating a little bit. Can I get a paper towel? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, 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 and you didn't even I, I, tell me about this. 
How do you, how do I not know about this movie role? Nobody I would have flown in to do a cameo. That's that's my one goal in life. I've done everything. I've done voiceovers, I've done video games, I've done cameos in movies, but I've always wanted to be in a horror movie. I almost was in one a few years back when Robert and I did something where a guy was shooting a movie about uh, devil dogs. Remember that? Yeah. And we went on this cr- cart and the guy was trying to do a, a GoFundMe. Or what was that called when you start a movie and you need you need uh, yeah, people to fund it? Yeah, it wasn't What is it called when you like the same thing you're doing with that? Oh, Kickstarter. That's a Kickstarter yes, for a Kickstarter. movie that you're planning, and so this guy wanted me to help him with the Kickstarter, and I said I just want to be in the movie. I don't care if I get murdered, you know, dis uh, dismembered, disemboweled, anything you want to do, I want to do it. But I want to at least be in the movie for at least more than ten. I don't want to be, you know, in the opening scene where I'm out. In, th- in the first 30 seconds. You know what I'm saying? You want to actually have a name, not just like yeah. dude pipe, number two. Steel pipe through the back of the fucking head out the forehead. That's how Oh, I that's good, nice. man. But yeah, they, man. of course, they did that really. They didn't use CGI to do that. They actually used a steel pipe and put it through your yes, head. They did, Tony. Yes. <laughs> if I was, was I going to die? It was a lead pipe lock. Oh, that's beautiful lead here, man. pipe lock. Ah. Yeah. And now with the first pick and the latest, what's the name of the movie? Is there a name? Oh, you said the the Patrolman. The Patrolman. So this is a cop movie? No. It's a fucking slasher flick, dude. Well, who's the Patrolman? He he's the well, he's he patrols the area. He's like, I didn't sit around for the whole fucking thing. I didn't Wait a minute, did you get a script? Do you have any idea what this movie's about? I went off the cuff. What do you want me to do? That's all right. Listen, when is it? When will it be? Well, now that there's a strike, this movie may be this movie may be shelved till 2025. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be um, before Halloween. I think it's before Halloween. Before oh, before. beautiful, man! Beautiful. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. This is breaking news. Speaking of entertainment, we have sad news. I mean, that's great yeah. news. But the sad yeah. news, and I got to tell you, I must be, I must have ESP. Not ESPN. I used to have that. So I, I had a hard night's sleep. I had to get up and go to my – I have a new doctor. I had to go to a orthopedic guy because my shoulder okay. has been bothering me for like two and a half months. So I finally got an appointment at 9 a.m. this morning, and I woke up. I went to sleep at like 11, which is early. 2, 3, 2, 2 13 in the morning, I wake up, and I can't go back to sleep. And I had already taken melatonin just so I can sleep, but I couldn't sleep. I'm up all night. I get up early. I start working on the show. I watched the sun come up, and then all of a sudden, I had this this Tony Bennett vibe. I had yeah, a I had a I had a premonition that Tony Bennett was either going to die or had died. Now remember, really? now I go to the doctor. He he does some X-rays. He thinks I may have a ro- a torn rotator cuff. I may have a torn rotator cuff. <laughs> and so now, forget about Andrew Painter and all these NFL players and football players and baseball players all hurt. Yours truly, Tony Bruno, may have to go under the knife at no. age 71 for a torn. Now I got to have an MRI next week, but that's the situation right now. Did you get it from going back back to reach for your wallet over all these fucking years, over and over and over? What are you talking about? I never put. I haven't put my wallet in my back pocket since the 90s. That's when I, everybody used to put. The guys used to put their wallet in the back pocket. Then we find yeah. out that that's bad for your spine, and so now chicks. The, the good thing about back pockets is chicks with tight jeans always put their phones in the back pocket. You ever notice that? These chicks have these gigantic, like, 8-inch phones. And they've had other 8-inch things near their back pocket, 
you know, when yeah. they go out, and that's well, what they're looking for. Their fucking jeans. That's all. Exactly <laughs> right. So the chicks and dudes do it too, but mostly chicks put that big ass phone in their back pocket, and they walk around. That's a, you know why though? That's why? only because chick the front pockets are like minuscule. Yeah, they're too they, small. They, they're too, I, they squeeze I, out. We don't understand. This is a this is a statement to anybody that's designing pants mm-hmm. for women. Please make our freaking pockets bigger. We have more shit to carry, and why do we have the smallest Just pockets? get your new sewing machine and get out there and start doing this shit, Robin. Mm. Dude. Is there any chance, like, with the new pants, you could maybe somehow, some way, in the material put away that they could be able to figure out what the fuck they want to eat when they get to a restaurant? <laughs> <and not take laughs> that save us a lot of time. That's why I wear cargo pants all the time. I, you got the 72 pockets. You know, you don't know where anything is, but you still have all the pockets. I don't think the jeans are going to help with that. <laughs> probably not, Robin. Probably no, not. Probably not. That guy can dream, right? But you can dream. You all right, can let's dream. get it back to legendary. When you talk about legendary figures in anything, but you, you can go back and look at the history of entertainers, of people who are just beyond legends. Tony Bennett. You know what his real name was? when he, and There's a little Penny. Penny makes her first appearance. She must have heard about Anthony Dominic Benedetto leaving yeah. us today at the age of 96 in New York City. Penny, Penny left her heart in San Francisco too, buddy. So did I. I left many things in San Francisco. Condoms, wallets, t- cell phones, uh, you name it. Right. And so the amazing thing about Tony Bennett, we say this about a, a legendary, but legendary is not even close to what he is. This is a guy that was singing during the Eisenhower administration, okay? Eight decades, 1949 is when he started singing. And then he went through not only an unbelievable career through the Sinatras and all the other great Italian-American and just singers, period. He's one of the greatest singers of all time, not just Italians. You know what's crazy about him? So I heard a thing about him uh, earlier, and it said that so, so Tony didn't have his first, his first album. He got his first album when he was when he was nineteen fifty. He got his first number one hit in nineteen fifty one. He didn't have another number one hit until he did a duet with Carrie Underwood several years ago, right? Yep. And he always said he goes, he said, um, no matter regardless of whatever happened, he kept singing because you're always learning, right? No matter what, you're always learning. And that's when they said when he was when he was eighty four years old. Yeah, he had that album he, with, he, Lady he had that, with Lady Gaga, which this, that's my point is this is a guy who was popular in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and then had multiple revivals. In 2006, he had a revival. And then he had the number one album, as you mentioned, when he was 85 years old. And then he did his last show at Radio City Music Hall with Lady Gaga in 2021, just a couple of years ago. After he yeah. was already um, diagnosed with Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's, yes. And singing was the only thing that he could yeah. still do with, with staying on track. And remember this. He competed. Not only was he a crooner and one of the greatest jazz singers of all time, he competed. Not only did he go with back to the old school days, he was competing with heavy metal, rappers, and all these other modern-day guys. And you know in the entertainment business, you know, you don't last 80 years and maintain greatness through 85, 89, now 96 years on earth. It's just incredible, man. I, I tell you, he could be the greatest singer of no, all time. Only guy. 
the only, I don't want to say guy, the only person who can possibly rival him and who's still doing it on tour is Frankie fucking Valley, who's in his 90s. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll maybe, give you because he had multiple. But, but remember, maybe. Frankie Valley started with the Four Seasons, and he was the lead no, singer. I know, I know. I'm talking about maybe, maybe. Because maybe. you know the one thing about Tony Bennett. Again, I'm not taking any away from anybody, but Tony Bennett was a solo guy. You know, was with the big bands in, in sure. back in the day. So he was always sure. a solo performer, and then he did a lot of collaborations. You know, with the other singers. And you mentioned he was performing with heavy metal. I mean, he was rappers loved him. Everybody loved him. You know what I'm saying? So, TV baby. This is you know this is so terrific being unplugged. Yeah, MTV unplugged. <laughs> this was nine years ago. Let's wow. really let's really get unplugged, okay? We're gonna get a look. Vance. Can we turn all the microphones off? Thanks. Oh, we're going unplugged, Luigi. Poets often use many words to say a simple thing. It takes thought and time and rhyme to make a poem sing. God, go see. With music and it's words, I've been playing. For you, I have written a song to be sure that you know what I'm saying. I'll translate. As I go along. Fly oh, yeah. me to the, to moon. the moon, Alice. Let me play among the stars. Let me know what spring is like. On and you remember, even in 2021, when he was singing at Radio City with Lady Gaga, oh, you remember. Fantastic. She's standing there, like, still amazed that this guy was singing. Now, obviously, he had Alzheimer's, but he's he's 90, what, 94 years old. 94. And he's out there on the stage still bringing it because, and his wife said at the time when they did an interview, I saw the special on him, that that's what kept him alive. The ability to go out and sing because he knew it meant a lot to his life and he was still entertaining people and he fed off the energy of the audience. Well, apparently, he was still singing at his piano yesterday. Really? Yeah. Not on the 95, of course. Which is uh, how's the 95? You've been on there, Luigi. Everything. Right? I know there's a lot of pot. There's a lot of sinkholes. A lot of sinkholes. It is a shit show. But it moves. But it moves. And I'm seeing in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, these massive sinkholes out in Plymouth meeting. The whole city's collapsing, man. It's an outrage. So anyway, so I'm getting out of here, man. There's our tribute to Tony Bennett. We got a lot of stuff going on, too. We got Barbie, the movie. You're going to go see Barbie or Oppenheimer. This is a big movie weekend. Apparently, people are calling it Barbie. What's it called? Barbieheimer. Barbieheimer. There's the Oppenheimer movie, which could bomb, and it definitely will bomb because it's about to bomb. And then you got the Barbie movie. And this is what I love about the Barbie movie is that now you've got political differences. The right-wingers hate Barbie. And the left-wingers love her. First of all, let's go back. Barbie, if she were alive today and were a real woman, she'd yeah. be 64 years old. You know what that means? If she were still alive in real life, and there have been some real-life Barbies, these chicks who get all their faces done and they call themselves Bar the Barbie twins. Remember them? Yeah, I call her Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so if she were still alive today, Barbie could be on The Golden Bachelor 
the 71-year-old dude who's going to have his own show who's going to be banging 65-year-olds every, er, every week on ABC, and instead of giving them a rose, he's going to give them some uh, – What's, what would you give them? Some pampers or some uh, adult diapers no. when they leave? Do, do, they, uh, do, they, do they leave for their date in a pink transport vehicle? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> this 71-year-old dude. Metamucil. Metam- oh, uh, no, Metamucil's too cheap. You got to give them used to be. <laughs> Taking that big chairlift to the sky, baby. Oh, <laughs> man. But you know what? God bless 71, but he's got hearing aids on. And have you seen this? There's a new guy who's going to be on The Bachelor because they've done The Bachelor in Paradise. They've got the, the black bachelors, the white bachelors, the bachelorettes who bang guys, and then they get a rose. A rose? You're going to give me a rose after you bang me? Or I got to give you a rose? How about if I just tell you to get the hell out of here? I don't know. I, I, think, he looks, I, I think he looks handsome. No, he's a good-looking man. Let me see him. How old is he? 71. We're the same exact age. And he's going he's to be great. the golden bachelor. How about that? He, look, he looks very fake, but... No, he doesn't look fake. The guy lost his wife. He's 71, and they approached got- him. But here's the thing. Don't you think that most 71-year-old guys nowadays... And again, he's not a multi-millionaire. You know, multi-billionaires, they're all old, wretchedy old guys, but they still get 25-year-old girls who want to hang out on their 700-foot yachts because that's what... You know, that's what young girls, that's, that's what the Meghan Markles of the world do. By the Speaking way, you see, of which. Yeah, Meghan Markle. <laughs> it is Sorry. a final now, apparently. I, I Well, it's not a final final yet, but apparently they are taking some time apart. A sabbatical. They're each. taking a separation. They're separating for a while. And I'm, <laughs> I am ashamed to say that I have schadenfreude. Yes, you do. I've had some of that too. It, I, it goes away with the. We got some. It's such a and fantastic word that it's really. The, it, we should have yeah. some kind of translation here in English for this. But Schadenfreude, it's. I, I have to say, there's a little tiny part of me that took a little little bit of pleasure in this. I'm. You I'm, still got a shot, Luigi. Now you know she. You know she was in Montecito out there in the Bay Area, and in, in, in actually in Southern California. We've been to Montecito. It's where Oprah lives. It's a beautiful place up the PCH. So, so she Megan's was seen in Montecito by herself at a farmer's market. Which which one is which one's Megan again? The one married to uh, the prince. The prince. The prince Harry. The, the yeah. younger one. She's a she's the quintessential gold she's digger. She's the one that that was in uh, what show deal was or she no in? deal. She was one of the girls who opened yeah. this. Listen, I have no problem with women who want to move up the food chain, model, act. But then she denounced her career Suits. as as one of the as one of these suitcase openers with Howie Mandel on, which I think she was suit briefcase number 25. And, and so she had a career. She's she, done some movies. She's well, she done was some in the stuff. series Suits. Okay, I time. never saw Suits. Yeah, it's on now again. Have, I hate Suits, by the way. Yeah. Yes, they have they two have children. children. So they have two kids. And now, you know, they lost their, they lost their Spotify podcast where they got paid they, gazillions they of dollars. They yeah, they have two children. They have two kids. Wait, I thought, I thought you said this was the younger one. It is. Meghan Markle is the is is the, the black chick. The older one, William, has three children, I believe. Okay, yes. Okay. Well, okay. Slick Willie's the one. Everything's cool. Yeah. This is yeah. the redheaded dude who became a cock who just sold his balls. He was in the military for the Brits, and then he met this thirst trap. William is the one that's going to be yeah. the next king. William will be the king. Harry was, as he put it, the spare. Yeah. I, I got one thing to say. I go got ahead. one thing to say, and this is going to break down my entire feelings on the on the whole situation. I never have to speak about it again, and that is, fuck them. 
Even President Biden has had enough. I'm sick of this stuff. I'm sick of this stuff either. By the way, get it back to Barbie now. Now that we told you about Meghan Markle and Prince What's-His-Face. No, they moved to the United States. They, got, they basically were disowned by the royal family. So they moved to L.A. Because they rent a, guy, a, a condo. And uh, what do they do? They get all these deals. They're on all the talk shows. They get a podcast on Spotify that no one listened to. And then even Netflix said, I'm sick of these people. Get out. Well, get out. As Harry Mays would say, get out, get out. Get out. Because they got a multi-million dollar deal and then never never did anything. Exactly. That's, they had the greatest jobs. Yeah. But anyway, A.J. Lopez has the best line so far of the night on the, on the stream here on our No Filter app. If you don't have No Filter, go get it. This way you can come on live with us. It's the only platform right now where we're live. It's in real time. Like when Luigi talks about having the pipe rammed through the back of his head, you're hearing it in real time. You're not seeing it in correct. real time. That is correct. That is correct. And yep, then you can correct. then you it's fully immersive. It's fully immersive. And so when you when you want when you hear something, what happens is it happens instantaneously. You don't have a delay, you don't have to wait to hear yourself back. And you go right. into our chat room and everybody's communicating. All of our great listeners, Trevor in Miami, AJ in San Antonio, hot dogs tonight, dollar dogs in Cleveland tonight, and two dollar Miller light cans if you're in Cleveland is, tonight. The other great thing is that while you're listening in on No Filter over here mm-hmm. and you're interacting on the chat stream, if you'd like to do that, the moment you hear something, the moment something comes to mind or you want to bring something to the table, just just knock. Mm-hmm. And you, can, you can talk to us. Yep. Talk to Robin about, I don't know what she knows, but she knows stuff. <laughs> exactly. She knows some things. She She's knows so a thing sweet. or two. And by the way, your Cleveland Guardians hosting the Phillies and already have taken a 2 nothing lead. They're not my Cleveland Guardians. I'm, I'm a Cleveland Indians guy. They're not my Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, I don't like the Guardians either. Except the Guardians of the Galaxy. Tony, those are the other ones. we were talking um, about Barbie. About Barbie. Let's get it back to and, Barbie. Here. And singing. Yes. Now, now you know, you remember no, the original no song? You remember the original song by Aqua? We used to play I, I, this I, all I, the time. I, I, don't, why are you going to do this? I'm not playing go. Aqua. Because right. now that there's a Barbie movie, Aqua is so like 1990-something. 1995, but, I believe. Yeah, Aqua with I'm a Barbie girl. I'm not wearing a towel tonight, and I'm wear, I am wearing a shirt. So Barbie, now let's remember, let's go back. Barbie, as I mentioned, would be 64 years old. So she was created in 1959 by the chick, the wife of the guy who started Mattel Toys. But here's the best part. Barbie has no vagina, no nipples, no clit, no labia, no holes at all. Not even the exit hole. So, Wait, and women are going out there now and getting labiaplasty. I'm not making this shit up. Women are going, real women, and even guys who will pretend to be women, are having their punanis closed up and smoothed out just like Barbie. What? So how can Barbie, who's been pregnant, who has a movie, and who and my daughter, my, now my daughter's 41, my daughter played with Barbies, you know, wait back minute, when wait, she wait, was wait, a kid. Wait, 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 wait. So rather than getting the makeover on the face. Well, women do that, too. They're getting the makeover down below yes. to look like Barbie? It's, it's, big, it's big in Turkey right now. So if you're a woman and you want to have that Barbie punani where it's just flat under there and there's no holes, there's nothing there. I don't know how Barbie and Ken are going to do it. Tony, they never had sex. I don't think that has anything to do with Barbie. Yes, it does. Because I've been doing a lot of research on Barbie. Because I make a point. 
You gotta make a point. What? Now, Tony, I understand it might be an issue for some people in Turkey, other parts of the world, okay? <laughs> We're Italian. I know how to do demo, all right? Yeah. Fucking get in, all right? There's no problem. You think I can't break down a barrier? It's just skin. Got it. <laughs> ah, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um, <laughs> if I, listen to me. If I pull down, if, if, if I'm starting to get, you know, intimate with a woman and I go pull her pants down and she's not anatomically correct down there whatsoever. So you're just going to do a home operation? It's more like a new home decor. I'm going to make it look nice. Sconces. But it's going to be beautiful. Sconces. By the way, AJ Lopez in San Antonio. I don't want to miss this tweet. That's the whole thing at Crate and Barrel. He says, Barbie today. AARP Barbie, pap smear Barbie, and yeast infection Barbie, except Barbie can't have a yeast infection because she doesn't have a punani. So how can Barbie have a movie after all these years and still not have a punani? I know well, Margot Robbie that, has one, and I hear Indian, it's really nice. That's but the, uh, That's the Indian version Barbie. <laughs> no, look it up. There are peep women who go to Turkey. I'm not making this up. They go to Turkey and have this, it's called a labiaplasty where they are having their labias sealed shut well tony you realize what that is that has nothing to do with barbie even though yes it does it's being called barbie surgery yeah but it's i'm not making this shit up it is actually a misogynist thing that a lot of other cultures like in the muslim culture where they're they're like making sure that girls cannot robin well can i can i well i said can i send you the story I go so online and look up they, facts, not opinions. How do, they pee? how do they pee? I don't know. Go look up. Go look up. I will not. I Robin, will not look up. I'm looking Labiaplasty. Labiaplasty. I saw them open up for. Uh, I was going to say, I saw them open up for fucking big, real big fish in 1996. <laughs> I saw, I saw them open up oh. for collagen peptides. Okay. Last yeah, week, I, I saw them. I saw them open up for no one. <laughs> All right. Wait. Now let's go Let to Robin. Me, I want a correction and I want an Dr. apology. Doctor Robin will explain. By the way, Donald Trump's listening in in Iowa, and he says this this whole conversation about women having their punanis all buttoned up like Barbie is really getting him excited. Once it was reluctantly aroused. It was hard to get it aroused, and it is hard to get it aroused. Exactly. But we got it aroused. <laughs> so so let, go to let, the let, Turkish. Doc, Let's go to our yes. Turk. A I woman who's that. seen a Turkish prison <laughs> and has been, loves movies about gladiators. Let's go to Miss Robin <laughs> unlike, with your Punani update. Unlike what Tony mentioned... <laughs> It does not get sewn shut. It gets what? What do they do? They put some, uh, they put some uh, spackle in there and smooth it yeah. out real nice. So, labia, otherwise known as vaginal lips. Yeah, they, they do everything. They just they clean actually, it out, they, grind it down with an angle <laughs> grinder, get all well, that, do. get they, all that like. What do they call that? The meat when they talk about the meat curtains? Get yeah. all that. Some of them are nasty. I mean, you know, it's, it's different they, people, they, different strokes. They trim them off a little bit so that they're not quite as long. If somebody mm-hmm. like yeah. long in the tooth, well, long in the labia. So they make the, so aging a lot of sexual intercourse. So why do they have to go to Turkey that, for this? Because over <laughs> there they have perfected it because of these other operations that they do. What do they do? Where they do other things that are horrific to women. Wait a minute. Wait no, a minute. this is this is a doctor. You go into I, his office. This isn't people being the, taken against their will. Yes. I'm out. Tony. I'm out. Wait. Yes. I'm out. Robin. 
Robin, are you saying that like what they're really doing is kind of just like trimming up the edges, yes. things up? Yes, kind of like when you get a haircut. Yes. Yeah, it's just like a haircut to have your labia lips smooth out, real smooth jazz. This is a general anesthesia. This is okay. Listen, it's kind of like you know men who have never had um, a. Circumcision. Circumcision, and later in life they, they get it st- cut. They yeah, get cut it, or yeah. uncut, Luigi. You make the call. Cut or uncut. I, I slice it. <laughs> Marcus Johns, can I get a vagina fade with no sides, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a punani fade. <laughs> Carving in Turkey. Thanksgiving year-round over there for Fairweather Marvin. Is that, is that what I'm doing when I go to my barber next time? <sighs> I get a labia high and tight. <laughs> exactly. Jack O'Donnell, so much for taking the skin boat to Tuna Town, they closed the river. Oh! There's are nothing, we on air? Yes, we are. There's nothing being closed, thank God. Punani is not a village in India where they shoot all those Bollywood movies. Punani is actually a Hawaiian term for I know. vagina. It and is, you know, and it's spelled P-U-N-A. Punani means hello. Yes. Just like aloha. You know what I'm saying? No, no Punani means what up. <laughs> but you know what else is being done to Barbie, Tony? What's being done to Barbie, Robin? Yes, the song by Aqua. They're not playing that one, but there have been new remakes of that classic, I'm a Barbie Girl. Did you know that? No. no. I'm not kidding you. Uh, no. There's a new song which is in the movie with uh, What's-Her-Face, the rapper, the chick, not Lizzo, the other one. Cardi B has a, has a, a, a new Barbie Girl remake, okay. a video, which is in the movie. But then other people with a lot of time on their hands and getting ready for this Barbie movie have done remakes. And the best one, Jack sent this to us, but I've seen guys, there are people who are doing remakes with uh, guys who sound like Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. But, but the best one, Johnny Cash... This is now an AI. So this AI. Is- AI is good for this. It's bad for everything else. But this is an AI Johnny Cash doing a remake. And it's freaking It's freaking hilarious. Phenomenal. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Johnny Cash sings Barbie. Hello, I'm not Johnny Cash. There we go. Come on now. I'm a Barbie girl <laughs> in a Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic, you can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Gotta get the drumsticks out. Oh, come on Barbie, let's go party, cause I'm in a Barbie world. Alright, come on. If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Make it last forever, friendship never ends. Up in my hands, up to play my song. Clap your hands out. The butterflies fly yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a party in the USA. Come on, get dark. This is what you guys call music? <laughs> Well, I'll be damned. Marilyn Manson. How is there another is one, Marilyn Manson? No, crack it. I want to hear the whole thing, Rob. Well, if they free me from this AI, if my voice was only mine, I bet I'd move it on a little farther down the line, far from Barbie world. That's where I want to stay. 
Come on, Barbie, let's go party <laughs> and take my blues away. Big finish now, Elvis. But not Elvis. There's an Elvis one too, right? Not Barbie girl, but Elvis. Woo! Thank you, thank you very uh, this much. This is this is on YouTube. Um, the the um, YouTube channel is called There I Ruined It. Yeah, there's a channel. Robin found this. There I Ruined It. Somebody takes classic songs and then does them with AI, and it's brilliant. It's I mean, so you heard how great was that? Did that not sound like Johnny Cash? Yeah, I want to hear two different ones. Okay, I need to hear Marilyn Manson. <laughs> And mystical. <laughs> well, here's here's another one. This is actually by the same guy. Elvis sings "Baby Got Back." Oh, let me hear a little oh, of this. Oh yeah. Okay, hang on. Let's here. get Elvis singing "Baby Got Back." Here we go. Oh, I like great bloods and I cannot lie. You are the brothers I can't deny. That when a girl walks in with an itty bitty weight stand around in your face, you get sprung. You get sprung. Oh, you get sprung. <laughs> Deep in the jeans she's wearing I looked and I can't stop staring Baby got back Baby got back My anaconda don't want none Unless she got the buzz high I'm begging for a piece of that bubble So go and find that juice And you get sprung Oh, and you get sprung I don't know one, no other but how awesome is that? Wow, that is great. Well, you know what that song was? Turbocharged. Yeah. Turbocharged. Turbocharged. It's, um... Elvis Anaconda don't want none. So the the YouTube channel is called There I Ruined It. There I Ruined It. As M. Steven says, what every Delco girl says at Friday night on closing time. That's what happens. There I ruined it. Every Delco girl on Friday night when the bar closes, Luigi. Yeah, it's okay. I don't go to Delco. Delco comes to you, pal. But he has like I'm 73 different right. videos. That is brilliant. And they are, let's see, what else does he have? Um, uh, <laughs> Nickelback and Ray Charles. Where you? No, don't you dare. No, don't play <laughs> that. Don't you um, <laughs> apparently he does some Snoop Dogg stuff. Well, who doesn't? I mean, come on. Well, where uh, can I find this AI program to do this? Because I got ideas. Um, I have no idea. Good question. So there you have it. I mean, this is fun I'm stuff. I'm doing like insane clown posse and the Beach Boys. Right yeah. <laughs> so Barbie Oppenheimer Shark Week. Do you know how old Shark Week is when it airs Tony, this Sunday night? We love Shark Week. We love I, Shark Week. No, I, no. Remember, Shark Week has been around since 1988. You know how many years ago that was? Uh, that would be uh, 35 years. 35 years ago when Shark Week started. I, my, little, my kids were little. My kids were all in their 40s. So they were like 5, 6, and 7 back then. And they loved it. Everybody watched Shark Week. And people still do. But here's my question, and I hate to do this. Has Shark Week jumped the shark? That's the question right now. Well, I think I thought it did. For a while, and then all of a sudden, the Chum Sickle came out. The right? Chum Sickle, I love those. I saw that movie on Pornhub last week. It was a Barbie lookalike, yeah, and it was a Chum Sickle. She had, she made that baby disappear in no time. I yes. heard it sucked in more ways than one. You know <laughs> but then there was uh, 
then it came out with this other where they went to look for this like huge great white that, that they ta- that they tagged, which is really yeah, cool. mega the megalodon and mega dong yeah. and big dong and BBC and, and all those other big dongs. Yes. Yeah, another channel. Um, <laughs> Whitezilla and all that shit. And then there was, uh, but that was it. So like the past like three years, yeah, I think it has. I, I really do. You know, the only what I would like for them to, to do is um, maybe get a lot more like shark attacks on camera they do they get them all the time i i I flip around at night and i found one of the other channels because discovery started shark week and now there's other channels doing knockoffs they can't call it shark week so they have jason momoa jason momoa is hosting the official one on discovery which starts sunday and it goes to next saturday that's why it's called shark week it's not like pride week which became pride month shark week it should be shark summer it shouldn't just be a week you know, everybody, we talk about holidays and, you know, election day should be one day. Shark week this should be woman, one week. Tony, there was a shark. There was a shark attack. I, I don't want to say it was an attack because technically you're in their house, right? You're damn like, right. Okay. So there was this, this person who was bitten by a shark out by the Wildwood area. Okay. And the, the, one of the, the, I guess the mother, she was like an older, she was like in her thirties or whatever, but the mom says, you know, I don't understand what's going on here. She's like, we come down here to swim and have a good time. And, you know, we don't come here to deal with sharks. I'm like, bitch, you're in the water. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? <laughs> exactly. Like, and that's the shows I watch. I watch and then they go back later. Somebody, what would you do if somebody came into your house unannounced and started making all kinds of waves? You're going to attack too. It's a shark. It's what it's supposed to do. Don't it would be more like if somebody came into your frying pan. Because that's their that's their kitchen, right? I mean, this is like the sea is the shark's kitchen. Here's the thing: that's their home. Another yeah. thing is is that that shark, it wasn't it wasn't born to learn how to fucking do, uh, you know, to do spreadsheets. It wasn't learned. It wasn't born to learn how to play softball. It was born to kill. That's no. It. It's no. A, they're apex predators. They yeah. eat other fish. You know, no, it's like it's like it's like animals who eat other animals. Well, here's the thing. Okay. They, I mean, this is the other thing. When you, shark attacks, they're they're not because they're just attacking just for the fun. No, of because it. people they're too close to shore. They and come they in eat, when the fish come and in. Splashing exactly. And it looks like food to them. AJ right. Lopez. Some Don't sharks are now trying to transition to dolphins, and so you see the well, the world the the world of sharks and mammals and marine mammals. They're also uh, you know moving forward. In the world of ecology, by the way, we need baby shark. That that will never jump no, the shark. No, Robin. no, because I won't get baby out of my shark. Head come on, the... Robin. Give me baby oh, shark. Give me hit me baby one more time. Tony, I heard I heard that those those sharks transitioning to dolphins was no mis- no accident. No, that was on purpose. Oh, it's an outrage. Exactly. Sorry, I had to make the fucking joke. I, I know. My... I know. But I'm baby sorry. shark bath toys have been recalled in Australia right now. Is this all planned for Shark Week? The Baby Shark Nickelodeon Sing and Swim Bath Toy. I believe our grandcut sons have those, right? Yes. Little Dominic and little... uh, I'm doing a different version of Baby Shark. That's my daddy. You know who this is, right? We're all sharks. This is the Baby Shark R&B remix. Oh, smooth to the R&B tip. Oh, that's my family. So much better. 
This is panty dropping music. Or leg dropping music. <laughs> Show me your fins, baby. Show me your fins. <laughs> Lift up that dorsal, baby. Let me slide right in there for you. AJ Lopez says, play some Britney Spears for Luigi. Britney Spears has a new song out. Did you hear that? She collaborated with Kanye. She and Kanye. Really? Yeah. Isn't it Kanye? I think it was Kanye. I don't know. I don't follow Britney Spears. Check. She keeps following basketball players and getting uh, elbowed in the face. Britney. Hey. I thought I read Britney Spears. Lift up that labia, baby. Let me see what's inside. Oh, no. Sorry. It's Will I Am. Will I Am? Will I Am and Britney, Britney Spears, Spears. And they did a song called Mind Your Business. Now, there's a lot of good shark questions coming in. Now, I'm not a shark expert, but I did catch a shark right out here on my dock here in Cape Coral, Florida, just right. a couple of weeks I ago. I got some answers for sharks. What, what are the questions? I got some answers. What are the questions? What's the most dangerous shark, Weech? The bull shark. The bull shark is the correct answer. But, you know, hammerheads, makos. Well, the bull shark can go in fresh and salt water. So exactly, yes. We got so bull sharks in here all the time. I'm not bull sharking you, man. I, I, I hate. All right. And they're angry, dude. They're very vicious. They're relentless. They're not angry. They're just hungry. Yeah. You ever seen yourself when you're hungry? Fucking angry. I'm angry, too. There you go. What do we have now, Rob? This is the Will I Am Mind Britney Spears. Bitch. What did she say, bitch? Yeah, she did. Mind your business, bitch. Mind your business, bitch. Where she at? Where she at? Oh, where yeah. Where she at? Where she at? Where she at? There she go. There she go. Oh, she's gone gangster now. There she go. There she go. What she do? What she do? What she do? She's even. She's even using auto tune. Watch you, watch you, me, watching, watching you. Even Bob Pantano won't play this over in New Jersey at his uh, Thursday night 65 and over dance club. Catch me outside. This is exactly what it sounds like. Wow. Yeah, baby. All right. Well, they won't even play this in a. Even Trevor, our buddy down in Miami, even he won't play this at a cycling class when he's trying to pick up young, no, unsuspecting no. chicks when, in when South he's, Beach. When, when he's in his fucking. When he's in his Peloton class. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you're gay without saying you're gay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Marquise Johns. That, that is bad workout Marquise music. Marquise Johns says bad workout music. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding, Trev. I'm just kidding. I love you, buddy. And our buddy Ryan Neff, who's probably smoking a big stogie right now, said the largest great white on record is now a female. You know, them bitches, they keep getting bigger. Like Lizzo. Look what Lizzo and all these big Zaftig women she's are now doing. She's yeah, She's more shark. of a whale she's than a, a shark. Whale. But no, the, the, You know, the biggest fish on, on the planet is the whale shark, which does not yes. eat. It's it's uh, it just eats plankton. Correct. Yep. That's great. That's great knowledge right there. Not Jack White. Not Great White. Although I'd like to see not a Jack Barry White eaten White. by a Great White, wouldn't you? Not Barry White. No, not Barry White's one of the all time. Not, not Rondell White. No, that's great. Not Rondell. Royce White. Hey, hey Tony. <laughs> yes. Um, what? If there's anybody that would like to come on the show and make a comment, how about Luigi? Let's um, get him in. Oh no, he's here. Respond to any of the stories we've already done, or if you'd like to talk, we are still we we are coming up with uh, the next hour. We're going to be doing sports. We're actually going to talk. Well, we're, we're mixing in sports. Yes. We got Messi in Miami, 
big story this weekend, right? But the two, one of the two biggest events in the world right now are being played when people are, like, sleeping at 3 in the morning. The British Open, I call it, they call it the Open, you know, because it was the first. It's at the mm-hmm. Royal Liverpool Club, and you see who's leading. I mentioned his name, Brian Harmon, the American. The guy's 5'7", a buck 50. And the reason he's playing well over there is because he doesn't hit the ball five miles like they do in the United States. And he's a good short game guy, and he's putting the lights out. In fact, in the first two rounds, which have been played like at 3 a.m. East Coast time over there in Scotland, or that's actually in Liverpool. Royal well, Liverpool. You have to, I mean, you have to have a really good because the weather's shit there typically, right? So yeah, and it's going to get worse. So he's got he's up five shots with 36 holes left. And as I mentioned, the guy's a little guy. And he's a lefty. There haven't been many lefties that win that have won the British Open or the Open as they call it. Last week it was the Scottish Open because it was in Scotland. This year mm-hmm. it's the Open, which is the last major. Of the, you realize it's not even August yet and. We have our last major golf championship being played. I mentioned Messi in Miami. Vietnam, Panama, Philippines, plus 100,000 now to win the World Cup. The United States playing Vietnam in their first game. The Filipinos got hammered. Panama not playing well either, but we'll see the United States. Will you be up tonight rooting for Megan Rapinoe and the girls? That is going to be a negative. It's a hard no. What about Messi in Miami and MLS action? Well, it usually gets messy in Miami if you're not careful. Oh! I, I will not be rooting for Messi. I don't root for anyone who makes more money than me, all right? Fucking root against Messi ball. makes more money than anybody yeah. on earth, for God's sake. That guy's ridiculous, man. Exactly. I don't but. mind so much if somebody's really talented, but there's certain – there's a, like some of these guys get paid so much money – Well, Messi is. That it just doesn't – to me, nobody <laughs> should make that much money. Well, Messi, well Messi if player. somebody's willing to pay somebody mm. that much money, then they get that much. That's I, how it works. Yeah. You're right. Ask NFL running backs if they get the money they want. No, because the running back position has been devalued more than in, in the history of the NFL. I mean, I you're seeing what's going on. I mean, the Giants today in NFL. By the way, NFL training camps are getting ready. You know how you know training camps are near, Luigi? Uh, got, because every local radio sports honk is fucking no, jerking off. Even even worse than that is because this is the final week and weekend where players who are not very smart go out and do stupid shit before they have to report to camp. Uh, And you saw the next, the last guy, and it's always Minnesota Viking guys doing stupid shit. They should just stick to to doing cruises with broads, you know, when when it's not frozen over there. Right? You got the kid who is a rookie, wide receiver. So what does he do when he becomes the 23rd person taken in the draft? We're talking about Jordan Addison, right, the wide receiver, speed guy. He's going to be another weapon replacing Adam Thielen with the Vikings. So he goes in his Lambo, which he just purchased after being, you know, 23rd pick in the draft. So the first thing you got to do is go out and get a Lambo. Hey, Listen times to Rob. are changing. Before, yeah, you used to have to get the Cadillac with the, with the 24s on it, brother. So times are changing. So anyway, he takes his Lambo out at 3 o'clock in the morning in St. Paul, Minnesota. Now, you were there with us in Minnesota. Beautiful there. Would Beautiful. you be out at 3? Well, no, no, it's still summer, so it's, it's actually not, it's not icy and, you know, there's not, it, the roads aren't frozen. So right. he, he goes out and drives 140 miles an hour. Mm, that's about right. Mm-hmm. In a 55. Oh. In a okay. 55 zone. 
A little over. On I-94 eastbound, eastbound and down in a Lambo. Luckily, you know, he didn't get hurt. But that's just that's just uh, that's just stupidity. And there's another guy with the Vikings who got arrested three times this summer. One of their offensive linemen for driving violations. What's up with these dudes who go to Minnesota, get cars, and then decide to drive like crazies? Well, that's it's insane. That's bad. But then there's also violations that people like when they're on their off time and they say something that's really really stupid, such as um, C.J. Gardner. Oh, yeah. Did you see your boy C.J. Gardner-Webb? Remember when he was the toast of Philadelphia? I mean, the guy yeah. played great for the Eagles, right? He was one Absolutely. of the reasons that they made the run to the Super Bowl. Great defensive back, made huge plays, interceptions. So then he leaves because they didn't bring him back, and he goes to the Detroit Lions. So this is what I love. So he, he, sits, on, on t- he sits on his box. Play, he play, he's playing a video game. It's basically he's driving cars at 140 miles an hour, but at least he's not on the road in Detroit. Right. He's sitting there playing a video game, and people send him money for him to ask questions. I'm not making this up. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, now with the Detroit Lions, playing a video game, a car racing game, and then taking questions for $5 donations. Now, what do you get for $5, Luigi? What do you what get? Do I- Five dollars. Well, usually it's five dollars to see it, ten dollars to touch it. That's usually what it is. Not anymore. That's your goal. That's way back in the day. That's just now because Norm. Now we normally ask him. What do we get for ten dollars? You know, you get for ten dollars. Everything you want. Everything. 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 So anyway, so C.J. Gardner Johnson is sitting on his computer, and some dude. Let's play the tape. This is him on tape, unedited. Talking about, he got a question asked of him about the Philadelphia Eagles and their fans, most notably Luigi Curto. Let's go to the tape. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that boy paid $5 just so he could get his shit answered. All right, fuck it. Um, all right, my least favorite thing is the people. Fucking obnoxious and fucking, I can't stand it for this. Um, everything I say, um, the weather was a dub. I fuck with the weather. It was cold, but I fuck with it though. You got it? Fuck with the yeah, weather. That boy paid $5. Somebody paid him $5 to tell him what was the worst thing about Philadelphia. And he said the obnoxious fans, Luigi. Yeah, he said your, the people. The people, the obnoxious fans, your thoughts. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. There is a, there is a very fine line between... This guy was revered in the city. This, they were going to have parades for him. He was like their best defensive player last year, along with Hakeem, uh, Hakeem uh, what's Reddick. Because we... Hakeem Reddick. Listen, I said the same thing about Michael Vick. When Michael Vick came here, people were like, oh... He's bad with the dogs. I'm like, if Michael Vick wins a Super Bowl, he could fucking drown a puppy in the end zone and no one would care. That's the problem because there's a fine line between being a fan and being a cheerleader. And fans are real. Cheerleaders are obnoxious. That's the fucking problem. And listen, I don't have a problem with him saying that. I have. I, I don't have a problem with him giving his opinion. That's what he does. He's got, but how, how weird is that? that? Here's a guy playing. I don't know which one of the driving games that was. At least he wasn't driving the Lambo 140 miles an hour. Need for speed, maybe? I don't know what it was. It was one of those games where you drive cars. So he does that, and he's online, live, 
and he's taking $5 from people to answer questions about what sucks. And listen, I don't care. I mean, a lot of people feel that way around the country. You know what I mean? And this guy, the Negadelphian, the Negadelphian writes, Philly fans put their full support behind this guy until he started all of his shenanigans with his contract. Once it became apparent what was exactly happening, we called him out like we always do. He couldn't handle hearing the truth. Now he's paying for less, playing for less as he should be. So, listen, I don't care. Players do what they want. You know, he had a great season. The Eagles should have re-signed him, and they didn't. So now we'll see what happens. Can we, can we stop this for a second? This is what I mean about cheerleaders and fans, all right? Just because you're a fan, all right? They don't care about you. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. You know what? I won't say what the fucking reality of it is. I'll just sit here and be quiet. Anybody who actually has, wants to have an actual discussion about this, we can talk about this off the, off the air. That's fine. But We're having a discussion about it right now. A guy makes comments. He gets $5. He said the fans are obnoxious. That's his opinion. I don't have a problem with that because there are obnoxious fans. obnoxious fans. But there are obnoxious fans in every single Absolutely. in the world. And that's my point, is that when you sit there and go like, oh, well, we get on this guy. I'm like, guess what, dude? He just went to work. That's all he did. He yeah. went to work. And if he didn't have a good moment at work, oh, fucking well. You might not have a good moment at work. Are we calling for your job? No. The only reason that you care is because he makes $10 million more than you do a year. That's it. The money is the only reason it matters. It's the only reason we care about these people. No, I don't think that's totally right. I think it's whether they they perceive that you are um, giving it your all. And he did. Okay. What about the guy at Target giving it his all? No, you I know that, but, but but somebody's not passionate. The guy about at Target it. was okay until he wanted to know <laughs> if I wanted one of those Tucket bathing suits. You know okay. what I mean? And all I right. said, How about this? How about Tony Bruno? Tony's passionate about his job. Yep. What about when he shows up, he doesn't give it his all because maybe... When I do I show up and not give it my all? No, that's Hold never. On, time out. Let me finish. Go Let ahead. Finish. I, I know Tony very well, intimately well, not that kind of intimate, but intimately well, off air for a long, long time. Yep. I know that there's plenty of things that have happened behind the scenes that you will never, ever, ever, ever see on fucking air. He will never let it show because he's a professional that way. But a lot of people aren't like that. Some people just, hey, you're going to notice they have a bad day. It is what it is. Not everyone's like that, Tone. It's right. just not the oh, way it I works. totally agree. Here's the difference, though. Like, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not making millions of dollars. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm no. no longer one of the main players but in the sports still, radio. Provide a service. Yeah, but I'm not providing. I'm doing what I love to do. I'm not doing this because I'm making a lot of money. You know, the good thing about the Internet is now you can do what you want when you want to. You don't have somebody hovering over you at a radio station telling you what to say and what not to say. Because I did that for 50-plus years. So I'm at the stage of my life now where, you know, but I always tried to be the same person that I've been for over 50 years in broadcasting. You know, I try not to be a phony. I try to be the same way off the air that I am on the air. People have seen me in videos when I go into energy saver mode and I'm walking around, I'm going, yeah, yep. Rob, I'm a new... You know, mm-hmm. so there's no there's no pretense. I don't try to be who I'm not. But I get the, the fans who love these athletes. There's the point. You love an athlete when he comes to your town, regardless of the city, and he plays his ass out and he has, he's absolutely lights out. Everybody loved this guy. And then when there's a contract problem, he decides to go somewhere else. And then that you hate right. that guy. That's but that's what's happening. You 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 don't hate the guy because he left. You know right. the guy was here, and because people now think he's soft because he couldn't handle criticism. That's that's what's wrong. These guys. The bottom line is, athletes don't care about for the most part. Not every single one. For the most part, 
don't care whether they're playing in Detroit, Philadelphia, New York, Minnesota, L.A., if they get paid and somebody absolutely says, we want you and we're going to give you a – look at the running backs. Look at Melvin Gordon having to sign a one-year deal. Look at the other kid. Look at these guys running backs in the NFL. You know, to me, the one player in the NFL who's the most underappreciated, and he's been speaking out about it even though he signed a contract because he had nowhere else. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler was the Chargers' best player, right? I mean, their quarterback's pretty good too. And he got, he, he got forced into and talked into signing a contract when he flat out said the facts. And the facts are he is making less money for the Chargers than the third string wide receiver on that team. And the third string wide receiver on the L.A. Chargers does not have the impact that Austin Eckler does for, for the Chargers. On every, he, can, he, touch, he can touch the ball on every play. He can score on any play. And the third yeah. string wide receiver is making more money than him because it's now a glamour position. So I, have a, I don't have a problem with athletes expressing that because you're seeing, look what's going on in New York. Look what's going on in Dallas. These players are being told, we're not going to pay you long-term guaranteed contracts because right now you're not the franchise anymore. You're not the guy, even though you may be the most important player when all is said and done, especially when you're running the football late in the season, you're making a playoff run, the running back gets the bulk of the carries, right? But now you look in New York, you look at uh, the Raiders, you look at all these great running backs. I'm not talking about old guys, you know, who are just hanging on trying to get another contract. I'm talking about guys still in their prime are having to beg for money. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, I said, with the Raiders. He had an unbelievable season. My you know, thing is that I, I'm, I just don't like when it, it really, it really grinds my gears, Tony. Uh-huh. Really grinds my gears when a guy like CJ comes out and says, "I'm, I want more money. I'm leaving." He's a good player. Did everything he was supposed yep. to do, and then he gets bashed by a fan base, a fan base. Because the guy wants to do what's his, what's in his best interest for him and his well exactly go elsewhere, and then on top of that, turns around and has has the audacity, my God, to give an opinion of yeah, you know what I felt I felt some of the fans out there were obnoxious, but I enjoyed the weather there, and that's what it was. But then we take that to heart, going, oh, he's an asshole, he's this, he's that. I'm like, we don't make the Super Bowl without him, so what the fuck? Dude? I don't think like, he's an asshole. I don't think any. Now the thing that was interesting. He's playing a video game, which is fine. I mean, he's not. What's he supposed to be doing, you know, before training camps open up? At least he's not out driving like that on the road. You know, what I mean, he's he's not that Dodge Charger out there. He's all over the place with it. So he's doing what he does, and people log on and watch him, and then he takes tips like we do. For example, if you're listening to the show right now live, you're watching it. You can send us a tip. We work for tips. We don't have a tip jar. We should have an actual virtual tip jar on the screen. How do we get tips, Luigi? Because I know everybody in the club's getting tips, except everybody us. In everybody in the club. Uh, I can frost my tips. Um, yeah, that's coming back. I we think we gotta get we gotta get the iPad with one of those swing around things saying ten percent, twenty percent. Exactly right. Or we should have a thing on the screen. You know how when you go to a restaurant now and it's, and a it's a Q, a, like there's a Q. We should have like a QR code. Yeah. That immediately deposit Boom. stuff into Venmo. Yeah. Like right Venmo. in there. Right in Venmo. Right into Boom. my pocket. And then we hear cha-ching every time it goes up. I'm, I'll work on that. And and I'm drinking box wine. And you know, you you're know drinking box wine. What is that? You now, know Luigi? who does that, Tony? Boda box, brother. Big Boda. Mama. Big Mama has that. Big Mama has a tip box. Yeah. So we'll work on stuff. Straight cash, homie, is right. 
I could use a few. I could use a few shekels, man. Tell me about it, bro. Meanwhile, <laughs> we got the Colorado Rockies laying the biblical beatdown on your Miami Marlins. We talk about teams that have been, you know, starting to leak a little bit. Obviously, the Arizona Diamondbacks. How about the Tampa Bay Rays? You know, now Baltimore's ahead of them, and they're playing again this weekend. The Orioles and the Rays in Tampa, uh, St. Petersburg, and the Rays up early in that game. But the Rockies are smoking the Marlins. The Padres, who may be sellers as the trade deadline nears. The Yankees finally found a team they should be able to beat in the Royals. And they're playing out. Who is a bigger disaster right now? The New York Yankees or the New York Mets in, in, in New York? Oh, pick your poison. Uh, now, the Yankees have a better the record, and they play in a great division, and they're in last place, but they're still over 500. Got, the Mets stink the out Mets. loud on ice. I, yeah, I, I have to say the Mets. I, the Mets have to be. Because they are in complete disarray. Like, they're in disarray from top to bottom. Absolutely. And here's the amazing thing. Sean Casey, who's one of my boys, the mayor, is the new hitting coach for the Yankees. Is he really? But the Yankees, yeah, the Yankees fired their hitting coach a week ago. And they're still hitting like 220. And the bottom line is this. No player relies on one player more. And this is unusual in baseball. Than, than the Yankees rely on Aaron Judge. Without Aaron Judge, they can't hit their weights. They suck on ice. And the Yankees are in last place in the American League East. But again, you know, they're over 500. And every team's over 500. So they're in last place in, a, in the toughest division in baseball. Let's be honest. How many games out are they? They're uh, let me look at the standings. But you know they're, they're fifty. And they're thirty-eight and fifty. They're um, they're fifty and forty-seven. Twenty-eight and twenty-three at home. And they're playing the the Royals this weekend, so they should snap out of it a little bit. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the Royals stink. But that I'm doesn't mean they're going to go in there and sweep them. And Aaron Judge is now taking batting practice again. But the bottom line is, without Aaron Judge, this team is dead in the water, man. They are dead I, in the water. I don't disagree. I was I was asking uh, prior to this New York uh, New York New York debate. Could you give me the out of town scoreboard once again with the Padres and the Rays? Both of those games, please. Well, the Padres aren't playing the Rays. The Padres. No, I know. The Padres. Uh, the Rays are beating uh, beating the Orioles right now, and that's the big series this week. And that's a first place showdown as the Orioles now took over first place. The Mets are uh-huh. playing the Red Sox in Boston, yeah. and the Mets are leading in that game. Got a Tampa San Diego parlay. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, oh, I see what you're Jeez. doing. The Dodgers and the Texas Rangers, another big series. Uh, the Cubs have beaten the Cardinals. And of course, uh, you know, the Pirates and Angels. And the Angels are playing well now. The Angels are over 500. While everybody's talking about Shotani, the Angels are playing better. They swept the Yankees. They swept the Yankees in Anaheim. And here's the best part. The Yankees are coming on. Did you see the uh, the one pitcher Rodon who went out yeah. there and, and blew a kiss to the fans? Would they give the guy like 162 million dollars in the off season? It's all guaranteed. So guaranteed <laughs> money. And the guy's got a porn stash too. Have right, you seen I'll that guy? Different. It's not a, it's not a bad porn stash, but he stinks out loud. But then there was a one guy for the Yankees. I never even heard of this guy. And we have the tape. This is how bad things are going up in New York with the pinstripes. The Yankees losing and getting swept for the first time in, since 2009 by the Angels in Anaheim. And then you have Tommy Canely, who's a reliever, number 41 in your program and number 79 in your hearts. Let's go to uh, the voice of the Yankees on television, 
talking about his exit. Tommy Canely, after getting roughed up by your Anaheim, Los Angeles, Disneyland adjacent Angels, and he goes into the dugout, and the shit hits the fan. Let's go to the tape. I was trying to tell you that we You're had counting. How do you count down a sound bit, Mike? Because there are stupid, stupid commercials. That's how, how I count. Now, do you know this guy, Tommy Canely? Tommy Canely? He's a reliever for the Yankees. Is it Canely or Conley? It's Canely. Okay. It's pronounced Canely. All right. Let's go to, let's go to uh, what's-his-face, the guy who does the Yankees. Canely was very upset, fires a glove at the fan, and then kind of destroys the fan as well. Upset with the way he pitched, and then he has a talk with the Yankee manager, Aaron Boone. There you go. That's what's-his-name in New York. Who does the Yankees games on? Here it is. Look at this fan. Boom, he throws the glove at the fan. The fan goes down, and then he stomps it three times. That's like a $200 fan in the dugout in Anaheim. And they're really hot down there, and now all the rest of the guys are pissed off. That's a big-ass fan, too. It was not a fan in the stands. He didn't beat them up. They wait for after the game for that. It's crazy, man. That glove, the glove is now four and a half games back. Okay, <laughs> now, Play Action Real wants to know who's the guy who. Yeah, broke there's his another guy. There's a guy from the Mariners, right? Kalinic, I think his name is. He kicked the. He kicked his. Uh, he kicked his. Yeah, he yeah, kicked. Yeah, one it. of the guys for the Seahawks. He kicked the dugout. Not Seahawks. It's the uh, Seattle Mariners. The Mariners, dude. Can I? Can, can I? Can I get that Padres score, by the way, please? The, the Padres score. Let me give you this. Uh, the San Diego Padres are leading your Detroit Tigers five to one in the sixth. That's it. Well, you would think that the Padres, because the Padres, you know, they're they're hanging on. Yeah, I'm trying to hang on too, Tony. So I just parlayed it. Wait a right. minute! I thought you weren't gambling anymore. I didn't. I didn't think I had to, but I'm about. You know, I got shit to say. <laughs> I can't gamble. I still have my DraftKing account, and I can't do shit. This isn't gambling. This is throwing darts, pal. All right. This is all. The nah, Padres were a good bet. I mean, the Yankees tonight. If you didn't bet on the Yankees in Kansas yeah, City, yeah, and if they lose yeah. that game, the Mets are leading Boston. It's early. Phillies are trailing to the Guardians. Arizona and Cincinnati, a good series. The Diamondbacks have withered like snakes in the desert. You know what I'm saying? But you see, Arizona got off to a great start. You know, the season now, we're getting to the end of July. You know, the Pirates started off great. They're in last place now. That's why they play 106. Let me, you can quote me on this. That's why they play 162 games. You've got to take them one game at a time, at least until next week when training camp starts, when nobody will give a shit until September and when they check the standings every day and there's dollar dog night every night for those teams that can't give away tickets. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, was, I was wondering, Tony, if you, if, I don't know if you had this available on your computer. You could pull it up. Maybe AJ, maybe AJ Lopez might have this like off the top of his head. He's really good with this stuff. But aside from, aside from Soto, mm-hmm. Like what's the big what's what are the other bigger prize uh acquirable trade? You mean Shotani? Yeah, I mean not well, Juan yeah, Soto, Soto, the outfielder. Yeah. Both be had, but Shotani, you, you got to be willing to give him a piece of the franchise. I mean, the guy's well, and man. the bottom line is the Angels. Are, you know, you're not going to get equal value at this point because no. they all know. No. Everybody knows that if you want Shotani, you're going to have to give up a boatload of prospects and not guys who are in single A. You know, no, the, why would the Angels the give up on this guy? Their team's over 500. He's the biggest star in baseball. Now, would you trade, you know, James Harden for Otani? That's a great question from Ryan Neff because, you know, everybody's worried about cryptic tweets from uh, James Harden. So your thoughts, Luigi, as a man who follows all this stuff? The beard for the wonton, huh? 
Well, first of all, it's not going to happen. That's like ESPN the other day asking this question in the middle of the week in baseball season. If, if you had to pick someone to play goal for the U.S. Olympics uh, World Cup team, would it be Michael Jordan or LeBron James? That's what they're asking in the middle of the week on ESPN. That's what happens to sports talk people who have nothing to talk about, have run out of all of these stupid surveys and polls. I would and, pick either one of them. I would pick, I'd pick Mike Tyson. Mike because Tyson no to play goal. To now, for the women's team, this is for the U.S. women's national team because, you know. Oh, de- then definitely not. Definitely not Mike Tyson. Definitely not Mike Tyson. Not, uh, why not? Definitely, definitely not Mike Tyson. Uh, probably, <laughs> I'd pick Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby? Yeah, because well, he can, you know, he'd be a good bartender before the game and pour some drinks for the ladies, and uh, no one's going anywhere near him. That's why. Well, yeah, and then also, you know, have some Jello pudding after the game if they can beat Vietnam in their first game down there. How about Australia and New Zealand both winning their openers for New Zealand for the Kiwis? And I know you love you some Kiwis, Luigi. That was their first World Cup win ever. How about that? What are you doing there? What are you doing with your finger? Are you playing with the camera? What are you tapping? You tapping it? I'm trying to go through some of the some some of the comments, man. All right, that's all right. By the way, the Washington Nationals leading the Giants, and I mentioned uh, Phillies at two to one, and Minnesota and Milwaukee. Milwaukee's playing better now, obviously. Texas leads the Dodgers. They put up two in the first. There's nobody out. So anyway, Nathaniel Lowe. With a two-run bomb, not my favorite Nathaniel. Well, Nathaniel Dotson's one of our favorite Nathaniels, yeah. right, yeah, Robert? You remember Nathaniel Dotson? I like. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Nathaniel Radcliffe in the Night Sweats. Absolutely, guy. you nailed it, Luigi. You yeah. know that song is 20 years old. Do you realize that? No, it's not. Yes, it is. That song, "Sob Son of a Bitch," yeah. not Santana Dotson. That's great knowledge, Marquis. Yeah. That song by Nathaniel Ratliff. And the Night Sweats, which is the a Night great Sweats. name. I've slept with a couple of Night Sweat chicks. A couple, you know, you know, when you get I've to a woman in her fifties, that's why you got to be careful, Luigi. I know you like going after the uh, the Cougars out there, but if you shack up with a Cougar in her fifties and she's going through Night Sweats, that could be a long, wet night. I mean, even I got, after uh, even after the sex, uh, you know what I'm I saying? Got, I got what I got with a 55 year old with a hearing aid once. I called her a deaf leopard. <laughs> oh! Oh, man. Even Alan Iverson checked in on that one. Hey. Labia Night Sweats. Yes, I saw them. They're, they're opening this weekend at Comic-Con. You see a Comic-Con, the big event in San Diego, because of all these actors and writers on strike? Uh, the only people showing yeah, up I'll are the people, there. the cosplayers. The cosplayers pretending to be the actors are going to be the attraction Sorry. this year. I- I got a table. I'm appearing one to four. I got a table. <laughs> All right, let's go back. Let's play some of this song. How great. People think this is a new song. Nah, great song. This song is 20 years old. And it's great to this day, baby. This guy's good, man. Sing it, Nathaniel. I'm on need someone to help me. I'm on a need somebody's hand. I'm on a need someone to hold. I'm on a need someone to care. Come on, man. Hit it up, boys. I'm on a rise and shake my body. Preach to the congregation. I start cooling out my hair. 
I'm on a cover myself with the ashes of you, and nobody's gonna give a damn. Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Gonna drink! song of the Schuylkill Express, right? <laughs> Such a great song. And this white dude can sing, man. I love this song. Now, is this song from, how old is this song? Because they're in the Outlaw Music Festival right now. And they're touring with Willie Nelson on his 90th birthday this summer. You realize that Willie Nelson is still oh, is out Shakira there. Shakira with them too. Or? What's that? Shakira. I said Shakira with them too. Why is Shakira? Oh, the uh, I get it. Well, the video was posted well, in 2015. Well, well. Just said "Stroking" by Clarence Carter. Tony, that is my karaoke song. I fucking kill that song. Nobody sings "Stroking" in karaoke, do they? I do. By the way, do you know that he has a podcast called Night Sweats Radio? Clarence Carter? No, Nathaniel Rateliff. Uh, and by the way, that song's not for, I think it's 2015. I said yeah, 2005. Yeah, 2015. It's 2015. And he's a big Denver guy. He's a big Denver sports fan, too. I'm a big Clarence Carter guy, man. I am, too, man. Love Clarence Carter. They're coming to uh, E Ridge Park in Kent, wherever Kent is. I think Black Deer Festival. Kent? That's near Kent State University. No, I don't think that's where it is, is it? Could be. I gotta look for where, where they're touring. Nathaniel, Nathaniel you know Rick. who's speaking of touring? Yes, isn't um, John Andrasik? John Andrasik coming up? Uh, yeah, in Philly. I don't know. In, uh, in Philly and in Clearwater, coming he, up here. He's for uh, for five for fighting, right? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. going to be in Philly. I know that. He's touring all over the country. He's touring with uh, who's the other group? Uh, damn it! Uh, hold on. But it's not just him. He's touring with a couple of other uh, groups who are a part of that tour as well. You know, it was funny when we were in um, what fucking airport were we in? We were in um, we were somewhere at Tone. I think LAX. I think we had a layover at LAX or something like that, or we were on our way somewhere. Uh-huh. But we were in we were in the airport terminal. You're walking through, and you're like, you know, who that is over there. I'm like, no, I have no idea what it is. And it was the uh, the drummer for the Hooters, and he knew who you were. And he came over and started talking to him. Oh yeah, that. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that was that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great. You know, people who know who I am because they listen to me on the radio well, or Madden games. But uh, this, this is what a, this is what I want. Bare naked ladies. Bare naked ladies That's and right. John Andrasik 
uh, are touring oh, this summer. Take me back to 1999. Exactly. Now, uh, they're going to be playing for two nights at the Red Rocks Park and Amphitheater. I've never been there, but I definitely would love to go. That would be awesome. That's one of those bucket list places well, for the me. The Red Rocks? That's bucket list, brother. That's bucket list. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. When I is this concert? I went there to see a concert there. I mean, I hope they, I hope they die, to be honest with you. I don't really, I'm not a big fan of the person. Who's that? I would have loved, I would have loved to go. Yeah, I'm a big fan of like wishing death upon people. Fuck them. Who do you want? Who do you wish de- death on? What? No names. I'm not going to say. Oh, okay. Say here. Okay. I, I tell them to their face. It's funny. Wow. Did we miss when the, he came here? Nathaniel Rateliff? No, John Andrasik when he was in in um, Clearwater. Florida. Yeah. I don't know, Robin. I don't have everybody. I don't even have my own schedule. I had. I just. You know well, I didn't even know I had a nine ten doctor appointment with my orthopedic surgeon. Damn it! Who I says I may have a it. torn rotator? That should be leading ESPN tonight. <laughs> How has Tony Bruno slowed down with a potential rotator cuff injury? How long will I be on the shelf, Luigi? And do I go under the knife? I'm thinking probably six to eight weeks. To be honest with you, <laughs> you know. Plus the rehab assignment. <laughs> Well, at least I'm I, I, at least I'm uh, right-handed. If this was my right right arm, I'd be oh, I'd be I'd be shot. Over. I literally can't lift my arm above that that spot right there. That's as far uh, as what, I can what go. What tweaked it? What, what finished? I the don't job? know. We I, don't know. Like he doesn't re- like. I didn't fall. Well, I fell, but that was after I had it. So I don't know. It's been. I, Robin thought it was frozen shoulder because Robin yeah. had frozen shoulder years ago when we were in Philly. And the frozen shoulder. Yeah, it's, it's actually. My, I get acts. mine fresh from the butcher right down the street. I don't even get it frozen. It's no, fresh, I see. Right I, it's previously frozen. I had a previously <laughs> frozen, like the shrimp when you go into the supermarket yeah. and you look at the fresh fish, and it's then it formed. says previously frozen. Previously no, frozen. Sun shrimp, dude. Sun oh, sun shrimp's is, the best. They're out here. It? They're out here in uh, on, on Pine Island. But they're expensive. They're expensive as fuck, man. And if I, I hate to use that word. That, though, man. I got to get into some of that. That's crazy, though, man. Your shoulder went up, and then it's like nothing. Like Exactly. Now, you know where Daniel yeah, Ratliff think- are performing this weekend? At the Farewell Festival at the Deschutes County Fairgrounds, wherever the hell Deschutes County is. <laughs> where the hell is Deschutes County? Somewhere between the shit and the food. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Merriweather Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland. Oh, that's not far from AJ. We may have to go back to Maryland. They're going to be playing there on the 28th. Bethel Wood Center for the Arts in Bethel, New York, and the Darien Lake Amphitheater in Darien, New York. That's the Outlaw 23 Music Festival with Nate Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Dude, and they're not going to Hershey either. Everybody goes to Hershey. Deschutes County Fair is in Redmond, Oregon. Dude. Of course. Dude. Of course. Yeah, there's a lot of great there's a lot of great summer concerts out here. So I mean they're all over the country. It's not just here. Tony, I'm having a hard time right now. I have to admit it. What? I'm watching Luigi drink some wine and you and I have I, and he's we, drinking a box of wine. It's one of those little. Fr- uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with boxes. No, it's not. He got one of those little ones, right? What kind is it? Oh, it's uh, you said Boda. It's a bouquet. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon. What, but, do you, what, what does a little box like that go for? What's well, in the box? We are on a fast. I'm That's on a five nineteen, Clark. We're doing a thirty-six hour fast yes, with a twelve-hour window, and then another thirty-six hour fast. Uh, okay, because I've been fucking drinking since two o'clock this afternoon, so it's fine. <laughs> Dude, okay. I'm giving because you want to know why? Why? I ran six miles. I water fasted the night before for twenty-four hours. I do that once a week, which is stupid, but whatever. It's fun. And um, 
I just don't care right now. So I'm just drinking. That's the way it went. But, you know, don't, drinking alone, though, Luigi, that's not good. Oh, you mean Penny's here? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, so I gave you the update on baseball. I gave you the update on football. Penny. And, and uh, by the way, I mentioned uh, Bryce Harper playing first base for the Phillies tonight. Oh, that finally did happen, huh? Yeah, they started him at first base. He had one of the most bizarre strikeouts the other night uh, where he just looked at every pitch thrown in a game against the Brewers uh, where he had no idea what was happening, and he just stood there and took like six great pitches. No, he he said afterwards that he hadn't seen. He only saw the guy once. The guy was pitching for the Brewers and that he wanted to see what he was throwing, but he he threw – a variety of things. He had three balls on him, and I guess he was waiting for something to hit. But even on the final pitch, which was a called third strike down the middle, he never even took the bat off his shoulder. I know. It's, he didn't even look aggressive. He didn't get on the – he wasn't even barely on the plate. He didn't look like he was up there to hit at all. I know. I didn't get it. I don't get what's going on. But I got to go see we're Nathaniel and the Night Sweats this summer. We're not I mean, they're everywhere. Not they're everywhere. You know the last time they were in Philly, that was the night. Ooh, Robin, you know what that was? When? I was I was doing my show at Moonshine, and that was the night I met Kirsten. Oh. That was her birthday. We all know what a fucking disaster that was. Uh, <laughs> let me check. I believe that's right around the time, shortly thereafter, where I told you your picker's broken and you are not allowed to choose your own females. Yeah, exactly cocaine right. is a hell of a drug, man. Not me. Not me. Uh, not me. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of – and that's what's great about music. I mean, a lot of older entertainers – now, Daniel Ratliff's only in his 40s, so he's not old. Uh, but there's so many, like, old – I mean, Willie Nelson is still touring. Bonnie Raitt. I mean, there's so many legendary people, and you get a Willie chance Nelson to see them. the IRS like a bajillion dollars, so – That's all right. Fantastic. You know, it doesn't matter. You just uh, – you know, you just uh, keep telling them, uh, kick right. it down the road. Tell them that Joe Biden will take care of it when he signs another $50 billion. Uh, tell them, hey, you know what? Instead of sending money to, to Ukraine for their uh, Social Security benefits, send some to me down here so I can build my damn house. You know what I'm saying, Joe? I know hey. Joe's listening right now. Joe, your hey. thoughts on my situation, uh, uh, what's going on? I mean, are you going to give me some money or what? Robin, what happened to my machine? I don't know what happened to your machine. What happened to Joe? Oh. No, 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 no. I take responsibility. Okay, I have to do it. What? There's a new record. Uh, an hour and 34 minutes into the show. I, I, Robin I pulled down was, my, my sound machine. I, I hit it. There was no sound, so I have to give her it was one me. of these. It was me. Problem is, is that you're not on a your your board is not on a separate slider. So slider. When, when I have to, when I turn down something else that's also playing, I have to remember to bring it back up again, and I forgot. Tony, that, that this an hour and thirty two minutes, and this that is a record that will never it, it, fall. it never be broken. It, it will never never, fall. never I remember be Robin got one of those eight seconds in one. Yes. <laughs> eight seconds. <laughs> eight. Actually, I think I've got a pre-bump-bump-de-bump, too. Like, I mean, I've had bump-bump-de-bums before the show even started. Yeah, but that doesn't count unless we're on the air. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, in right. the pregame. Oh, I can wipe not, all those it's out? not during league play. Not, <laughs> during league play. <laughs> not, not during the, the, pre, the pregame warm-up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> not when 
Tony's in a bullpen session. You know what I mean? Exactly <laughs> right. It's ridiculous, man. Anyway, what else we got? We got uh, – I mentioned the baseball going on. And, right. uh, by the way, speaking of uh, football, you know, Bryce Young, the football. top pick for your – Carolina Panther has signed a contract, $37.9 million. Did you see that one? Good for him. Yeah, he's going to sign him. He's the number one pick. And yeah, we're a week away from training camp. You know, we don't see those holdouts anymore. We see the draft picks being signed because everybody knows where they're going to be slotted based on where they're picked. So right, the days right. of yeah. a number one pick missing training camp, and then you wonder whether he's going to learn anything. So these guys are going into the you know offseason programs already. They get signed. They're working out with the teams. That's good. The problem now is, of course, you know, the guys who don't want to report because, A, they're either unhappy with their current contracts or they've been franchised by their teams and they think it's an insult to get paid $10 million a year. So that's happening. That's happening, you know, to running backs this year more than any other position in sports. It's incredible. But the, 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 the big other big craze this summer, Luigi, is NFL teams coming out with their new – Alternate uniforms. We've yeah, seen last week. We gave you the Tampa Bay Bucks. Tampa Bay Bucks went old school, right? They yeah. came back with the with the creamsicle Cream. look, which is yeah. great. And by the way, shout out to Rondé Barber, who's going to be going into the Hall of Fame in a couple of weeks in Deservedly Canton, Ohio. So. Deservedly so. Absolutely love Rondé. Played golf with sure. him. Rondé Barber was witness to one of the greatest golf shot I ever hit in my life. And I've hit some good ones, and I've hit a lot of bad ones because I suck. But he was there when I whipped out a three-wood on a golf course in the Tampa Bay area playing in the Chris Thomas 620 WDAE Memorial Golf Tournament. I would go back to Tampa every year and play in that tournament. All the WDAE personnel, all the, you know, all the, 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 the hockey players from the Lightning, all of the former Tampa Bay Buccaneers and current guys. Steve Allstott would be there. You know, all these guys. And Rondé Barber is a good golfer and his brother Mike Tiki Allstott. too. Michael, what did I say? What did Steve I call Allstott. Yeah, Mike Allstott. Steve, Steve Allstott sells insurance for progressives. I know he does. No, Mike Allstott's a buddy, and he's, he's, he's a beast, too. Don't ever let him put you in a headlock, man. That son of a bitch will okay. crush your this skull. You've giving me advice. This is coming from the same guy who wanted me to arm wrestle Ken Shamrock on fucking Radio Row. Exactly right. So yeah, anyway, so, so Rondé, I'm out there playing, and we, you know, we're playing, a, obviously, a scramble. So mm-hmm. you, you, you get to make a shot every once in a while. And, I, you know, everybody was a better driver, so my drive never really counted. But then we're, it was a second shot on top of a mound all the way far. And, and, the, and the hole, approaching the hole, was like 200 yards, but all in the air. So it was a cliff, but not a real big cliff, but it was, an up, you know, it was up on the course in the fairway, but just in the rough over. And so I pulled out my three-wood, ladies and gentlemen. And, and by the way, there was a gallery. You talk about pressure. You know, playing with yourself and your friends and you pretend, oh, you know, here he comes, the Masters champion. It's in the hole and that stuff. I had at least 50 people encircling me in my group with Tiki Barber and Steve Dumig and all these other really great golfers. And I said, let me excuse me while I whip this out. When I bust it out, my three would. And let that Steve dog, Dumig. let that dog eat. Steve Dumick was a cool dude, man. Yes, he was. Great friend. So was Chris Thomas, two legendary Tampa Bay area, both Philly area guys who settled in Tampa and became radio legends down there in the sports radio business. So I whipped that baby out. So I said I said to my caddy, grab me the three wood, please. Excuse me while I whip this out. You don't let the big dog eat, Tom? I let that big dog eat. Let the big dog eat. 
Can you go back to the Masters music, Robin? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in my I, Jim Mance node. And well, I didn't you, really, you screwed it up. I didn't know you played that from my board. Where did you think I got it from, I Mr. don't know. I thought you had it in your system. Luigi, you haven't hit one drop tonight. What well, the hell's going on out there? He can't have I it connected. Have oh, okay. I didn't know. We need to work on it. Right, no, well, since we had the technical uh, issue with the sound, yep. with my microphone. You're just doing uh, it raw dogging it tonight? I'm raw dogging it, buddy. My phone, buddy. Raw dogging it. Because you know me, so I've hit about 25 drops by now. Come on. And now, by the way, Dean checking in. He said he was there. Don't believe a word Tony's saying. He missed the ball and spun it. In. That's bullshit, Dean. It's on tape somewhere. Somebody has that tape <laughs> in the archives. And I'll, we'll get Rondy Barber. Let's get Rondé Barber on next Friday night, Robin. He's going into the Hall of Fame. He's a good buddy. Write this down. We need Rondé on next Friday night, June 20, uh, July 28th. We'll talk about his great career going into the Hall of Fame with a bunch of other greats this summer. And I'll get him on. And we will discuss. Is that Dean in, that Dean in Tampa? Yeah. It was what oh, in Tampa? Oh, Dean, good to see you, man. That's, yeah, that's that Dean. He's usually out eating steaks, but now in Bidenomics, he can't even afford to have prime rib anymore or Dean, a nice Dean full of, He can't even afford to go to the Capitol Grill in Tampa anymore. That's how like bad it. things have gotten. Dean, Dean, knows how to, Dean knows how to treat himself. I, I yes, like he does. Yes, he dude. does. So anyway, we absolutely positively have the tape, and Rondé Barber was there standing there. And again, a gallery of 50 people because they were following groups on the on – mm-hmm. and, you know, you got 50 people standing around you doing anything, even taking a leak. Yeah, I mean – You know, you worry. You worry about if you're going to pee in your pants, you know, if you're going to drizzle, you know, if you're going to be able to get a good stream going. You know what I'm saying? I cannot back this up because I this was this was This pre, is pre-Robin. Yeah, this is pre-Robin. This is when I was banging waitresses in the Tampa Bay area whenever I would go there and go to a club and meet a waitress. Good times. Good times. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that happened. You know, you, you know, you just, you know, you can just tip them, right? That's what you got to figure out. How to do it. <laughs> well, I did. He I did. Gave, he I, did I, tip I for just a second. For just a second. This was better than a tip. They actually pursued me. I, see, I never went after women when I was on the road. Tony's like, you, 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 hey, you want this credit card? You want something that's going to clear it? <laughs> <laughs> Not the waitress from Marie Callender's, no. She was a waitress at this place called uh, Sauté. And Dean Saute. knows the pl- there was a bar called Sauté. Chante. Not Chante, which, of course, the great RuPaul song. Sean Jay. No, remember the song? Yeah. Yeah. Work, work to the left. Work, work to the right. Chante. Sachet, saute, little tar, bar, tar, little butter, thyme, and me, baby. Sachet, sachet. Okay, can you give me a little RuPaul, Robin? I'm in a music mood tonight. <laughs> so anyway, I get, I get the three wood out, and I just hit that ball Wait, dead solid. Th- dead. This was like your story about being in a movie that you never explained how you got in the movie. All right, first of all, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mentioned myself for three minutes in the beginning of the show. Yeah. All right. A little tip of the cap. Yeah. You, 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 this, this three wood has been out of the bag for 15 minutes. And I haven't taken it out since because I can't hit the damn woods anymore. It's the last time I can hit a wood. Not a tiger woods because he could hit anything. Yeah. yeah and he did hit some stuff. Go ahead. Come on. <laughs> so I take out the three wood. Everybody's watching and I smoothed it. You know, because the, the tendency when people are around is to go up there and try to gorilla it. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And it was smooth, and that ball just took off majestically. Robin Masters music again, please. <laughs> oh, my God. So what this thing go? Maybe 315? <laughs> no, no. It was like 
200 yards. Mac, remember, it's a second shot. Oh, okay, on a scramble, okay. In a scramble. So we're sitting there. Best shot was on this little hill, but it had wide open to the green. But you had to get it up in the air, and it had to carry. But not too hard, because if it hit that green, you didn't want it to roll off or go past the green. Because if so, people so would have been pissed. So you surveyed the hole before you even got it. You knew everything. Yes, I all did. The in, I got all out the my out. scope. I got out my phone. I got out my. Uh, uh, back then, I was using my, uh, my my pager. My pager was going off. I, I, I do believe that I, you had drone capabilities. <laughs> I had Jim Nance down stationed at number seventeen, and we went down to Jim at Amen Corner, and I Jim said, "Nance is already down there waiting." <laughs> and I said, "Amen, Jim." I'm now going to hit the greatest shot of my life and with all the pressure of the world on my shoulders before uh-huh. I tore a rotator cuff later uh-huh. in life when I was in my mere 50s. Hello, friends. I delivered. <laughs> and next week on this program, Cheech Marin was not my caddy. Hit the fucking golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, it was a makeable birdie putt. And so people really? were saying, Tony, since you hit that majestic shot, you should get the honors of driving in the putt for birdie. No! And you know what happened? You fucking dumped it out, didn't you? I missed the son of a bitch. <laughs> Not even close. Not even close. But luckily we had four other guys or three other guys who put that son of a bitch in the hole. But I contributed. That's what a scramble's all about. It's not just about going to Denny's and looking for a hot waitress at 3 a.m. when you're drunk as a skunk. And even a remotely attractive woman looks like Marilyn Monroe at that hour. So even like you're at the that? Melrose Diner before they shut that son of a bitch down. When when was this? What year was this, Tony? This is in the 2000s, so it had to be around 2004, right before the, my Madden EA Sports video game ascension into heaven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hate you're not going to shift from 200 out, man. It's still good, though. No, I was, I'm telling you. That shot and the shot I hit with Andrew Siciliano at TPC Scottsdale on the par 3 at 17, where I just obviously hit like a 9-iron, and I stuck that thing like 3 feet from the pin and birdied with the crowd going nuts. Actually, there was no crowd there because it was the middle of the week and nobody gave a shit. But that's right. different than being around a gallery. You're around a gallery, man. That shit's – you talk about pressure. I don't know how golfers do it. And that's why you see a lot of really – you know, good celebrities, they go out and choke under the pressure of having people around. Tone, I was, when I was on the movie set, right, when I was doing Is it really scene, a set? Was there a director's chair? Did the guy have a megaphone? No, no there, was there was like a whole 70 bit? people. There was like 70 people watching me do my scene. I almost couldn't get it up. Where it was, was this filmed? In what neighborhood? Were you on Broad Street? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> we, have a, we have an outtake after that when you couldn't get it up. I want you to listen to me. Yeah. I'm going to say this again. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I couldn't. <laughs> Her tongue was out. No, but you're right though. When you have a, when you have a group of people like that yeah. watching you, like it's like it's nerve wracking. It can be nerve wracking. Yeah. You know, the best of the best, like they don't get rattled. They just don't. And then of course Steph Curry goes out there at the American Century last weekend and wins that some bitch. On fuck that. that uh, is he a scratch golfer? Oh yeah, he's great. And the amazing thing is they did that match thing where. You know, he and his uh, partner, what's his face, the, the 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 tight end up there in Kansas City. You remember him. He, uh, he doesn't get a lot Kelsey. of publicity. Travis Kelsey? Yeah, Travis Kelsey, and they went up against Steph and uh, Draymond, I think. Is that who played with him, Draymond? No, no, it was uh, – what's his name? The other good player on the – on the, Clay uh, Thompson? Clay Thompson. And, and they got smoked in that 
match play thing on TV. The match. Remember that made-for-TV yeah. thing? Oh, God, it was awful. And everybody, and they were big-money favorites. Steph Curry was a big-money favorite over, over those guys. But what happened? They lost to the Kansas City guys, and then he goes out with all these celebrities playing at Tahoe with a lot of people, and people go crazy there around that, 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 that hole where all the boats are out there in, in Lake Tahoe. It's just a magnificent place. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes, yes. No Minnesota Vikings were there, though. I was really surprised. They're, they're now driving 140 miles an hour in their Lambos before training camp. But anyway, I digress. A lot of That's fun. That's crazy. I mean, he's the first, he's the first like, uh, athlete to win that thing, right? Oh, I yeah. No, no, no. He's the first uh, ba- uh, basketball player to win it. The la- okay. No, he's the second, but the last basketball player to win that tournament, guess who it was? And Will he was Chamberlain. a pretty good player. Vinny Del Negro. Remember Vinny Del Negro? Yeah, of course. He was a hell of a golfer. He would play on that thing. No, Harrison Smith was there. I didn't see it. I didn't watch any of it. Yeah, beautiful hair, man. Vinny Del Negro. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Fucking. And Vinny Del Negro won it, and then Steph Curry won it. Because it's usually a hockey player or a baseball player. And you know who was there again? And I love that guy because he's all I need. The singer was there. What's his name who did that song? Not Chuck. Nothing, man. All I need is a little You're more talking time. talking about nothing, man? No, no, white Mary dude. Mary J. Blige? No. Um, Jack Wagner. Jack Wagner, that's right. He was a soap opera star. Remember Jack Wagner? And he uh, did that saying, aww, ah. I can't sing it. Robin, can you give me a little Jack Wagner? Jack's a hell of a golfer, man. He is good. Here we go. Why, why don't we go to the knocker room and see what's going on? Anybody in the knocker room? No. Here it is. Let me just give Tell you me just, there. just a taste for just a second. Jack Wagner doing a medley of his hit. Kissing you was not what I had planned. This is back in Wimpy Rock rock days, remember? 1984. I I sang this in the bar with with Jack Wagner when I was drunk as a skunk doing our interviews on Friday nights. Oh, Dean's not. Hold on. Dean says he's not. Wait, I want to hear him sing this part. I love how he gets up here, so to speak. Sing it, Jack. All I need is just a little more time. You remember this song, sure Luigi? What I feel isn't all in my mind. Are you shitting me? Because it seems how old were you in ni- How old were you in 1984? Three. Oh. <laughs> Might be why he doesn't remember this, Tony. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a classic. It's a classic I smooth. Love Tony for all these years I've known him. <laughs> And we've known each other. Every time he talks to me about something like this, he thinks I'm 20 years older than I really No, you're the same age as my son, one of my kids. So you're in that same wheelhouse. Meanwhile, let's go to a guy sitting in a dark room in Clearwater last night, uh, waxing his carrot and watching the Red Sox and uh, and the Tampa Bay Rays spitting the bit in the American League East. Let's go to Dean in the Dark, ladies and gentlemen, uh, playing one of my favorite songs. Uh, you know what song I love? Piano in the Dark, my favorite song of all time. Dancing in the Dark, like Dancing in the Dark. Now, Dancing, but Piano in the Dark, one of my favorite songs of all time. Remember that one, Robin? No. Dean, you remember that song, right? What he plays. By Brenda piano. Russell? Brenda Russell. Oh, man, this song makes me cream my jeans when I hear it. You remember that song, Dean? Jesus Christ. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes, I hear Yes, we can hear you, Dean. Here, but it's not paying attention to you, Val. Nobody plays the best soft. Nobody plays the best soft rock hits from the 70s, 80s, and today. 
than Tony Bruno into the night. Playing piano in the dark, baby. Tony, let me let me let me straight. Wait a minute, let, let, let Brenda sing for her. Here she goes. When I find myself watching the time, I never think about all the funny things you said. Okay, that's enough of that. All right, that's enough. Okay. When he plays piano in the dark, I prefer her playing with my organ in the dark. But that's another song for another time. Let's go to Dean in Tampa, in Clearwater, actually. What's going on tonight, brother? First of all, <laughs> there, was more than, there was more than 50 people out there. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, at that particular time, when the, the, the gallery around our particular group. There was a lot. I got pictures of that. There's way more than 50 people. So that, but you that just went on, the, you went on, on, on the stream and said that I never hit that shot. No, I was just busting your chop. Oh, I just I, we, this is a fact-based show. This isn't some right-wing or exactly. left-wing bullshit. Correct some facts. It, it, first of all, you said, Dean. It's first of all, you said it was in Sauté when it, when the, the chick you picked up was from Malio's, the bartender. Oh, that's right. I get the bars confused. <laughs> I've been at so many I, bars. I think that the re- the problem is that there were a lot of different. No, this wasn't occasions. after the golf. The saute chick that I picked up, we were next door at some event, and then we went right next door to saute at the bar, and the barmaid right. was hitting on me. Remember that? Right, but that that wasn't during the golf thing. No, the no, I didn't say it was the same night. I'm saying I've been to Tampa oh, okay. a million times. I have a question. Yes, let's go to let's go to let's go to a man with a question. Let's go to Luigi. Thank you. I need to know, Dean, why does it sound like you're screaming in an empty airplane hangar? Because he is. Fuck- <laughs> you want me to turn my volume down? No, if you don't mind. Hang don't some mind. rugs. Hang some rugs on the wall or something. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Yeah, it's a little bit better. Yeah, it's fine. It's I didn't saute it. the chick. I did marinate her. Well, she was marinated enough when she came back to the room. <laughs> Pretty bad when you can't remember your hookups, Tony. I remember. Dean was there. This chick was a blonde. She was a waitress. She had like three kids, <laughs> and she knew I lived in L.A., and she wanted to come back to L.A. with me. She wanted you to get the hell out of Tampa. Hey, what? Luigi, you just get yeah, Luigi, as a matter of fact, it was the next morning, Steve Dumet, me, Mike Allstar. It's 7 o'clock. We got a tea time at like 8 o'clock. Tony is supposed to meet us at Saute at 7 o'clock. He has not shown up. So our friend Chris gave him the hotel room right across the street. Yep. So we get in, we get in Mike Allstock's car. We drive over. We pound on Tony's door. Tony opens the door. I said, what the fuck are you doing? You're supposed to meet us at Saute already. He goes, well, I got the waitress from Mario's in the bedroom right now. So can you give me a minute? I said, are you freaking shitting me? So, sure enough, I kicked the door open. She's back there. Hi. <laughs> I got to give myself, I believe, a roaring round of applause for that one. And is that the tournament that I hit the three wood? Yes. Oh, man. See, that's what happens. You go out when people say, don't have sex before you go out and play a big <laughs> golf tournament. You proved them wrong. I it's proved the them opposite. wrong. My, I didn't get weak in the knees. <laughs> I hit the best three-wood of my life. I mean, see, so have sex before you get up, before you have a big event the next day, your wedding, 
your divorce party, wherever. Yeah, hey, Mythbusters. On, they should have had me on Mythbusters to bust that myth. I'm writing this down. Hang on, I'm writing it down. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the only. Time... By the way, Dean, was she hot or not? She was. She wasn't. She wasn't as hot as Miss Foodies International. Well, I mean, come on, it. man. I was fight. You know who I was fighting for Miss Hooters International? There was a there was a big battle between me and you know who? Who? See if you remember that. We went to the club in his bus. Was that the Your big and rich thing? Yes, John Rich. Remember we went to we went to the casino with John Rich in his tour bus, and then we went to this country and western bar, and he was up on stage with Miss Hooters, and I was up there with her. And then he took her home. Good job out of him, man. He's John Rich. He got the big cowboy hat. He had hits. You took her bowling, though, didn't you? Yeah, but so what? I went bowling. I didn't take her back to my tour bus, luxury bus, with Wyclef John on board. You know what I'm saying? remembers this. When we we were in Tampa, when you took me my first radio row, Uh I remember I I turned down Miss Tampa. Yes, he did. Yes, you did. Yes, he did. Turned down Miss Tampa. Why did you that was that? a bad job I was out of you. Somebody, dude. I was... Oh, okay. Well, no, that's understandable then. Yeah, but I'm not here anymore. I should have fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. Hey, well, Tony, well, I guess I shouldn't tell this story. Never mind. I'll, I'll back away from that. Why? Because <laughs> you were married. No, I was separated. That's when I was in L.A. and my wife didn't no, move out with me. No, I'm talking about... When you were here for one of the golf tournaments, your wife was in Ian Beckles' apartment on the beach. Yeah, but that's not why I didn't bang anybody when I was there with my wife and kids in St. Pete oh, Beach. Oh, you! How, how could I do that? Why would I do like that? I, said, I shouldn't bring it up. <laughs> I did not bang anybody with my wife and kids there. Who do I look oh, like? Oh man, this is who do I look like? Donald Trump at the Tahoe? Information. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I, I, I refrain from comment. You're full of shit, Dean. Trying to get I me in trouble. That That's all right. It's too late now. I, I lost everything I ever had. So was it worth yeah, it? You know what they say? It matter at this point. You know why divorce you is so expensive? Night? You know this why is- it's so expensive, Dean? Because it's worth it. There you go. If you remember, no, we had all stocks limo that night. It's not. It's not. It's we not had all stocks limo no, that night, and they brought us back to saute. But it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and we, we had to get you back to the beach. I called my wife at 3 a.m., and she came and picked us up. Well, yeah, I but I didn't have a chick there. We were just getting drunk in a bar, and I, I, got, I had a ride back to, say, Pete Beach. How was that banging anybody? Like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm tell, I don't want to tell no stories. I usually remember my uh, dalliances, and I guarantee you, when I had my wife and my kids on the beach at St. Pete and I was doing radio in Tampa and going to all these events, I wasn't banging women on the side. You don't even remember where your glasses are half the fuck. <laughs> I lost my glasses in the, in, the, in, the, in the sports bar down there during the Stanley Cup playoffs. Remember that? And I, they couldn't find them. This, this is a... This is a saucy show. I mean, there's there's well, some, we have like, saute, we got the uh, wow, marination. Drink, Dean's drinking, we and got Luigi's dirt. drinking wine. And we we are at saute most of the night. <laughs> we're, we're sizzling, we're simmering. Honestly, <laughs> I think Dean needs to come on the show more often. Absolutely. We we need Tony Bruno. What happened dirt. to your Friday night big steak steak night out with the wife? No, th- tonight actually. Let me see if you can see it. 
See my leg? I just had, I tore my MCL. I had surgery. No! When did you tear your yeah. MCL? I have a rotator cuff. What the hell's going on out there? He was, he was sashaying out of saute. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, it was one of them, Tony, one of those, uh, we, one of them years during those golf tournaments, Ryan Deep actually played in one of them. Yes, he did. No, those are great um, events. I love those events. And that might have been the year that, if you remember, you showed up at Sauté. Uh, uh, we, we were already all in the bar, and you showed up a little bit later. And then about an hour in, you said, you know, I'm kind of hungry. And we said, all right, well, let's get something to eat. And then Tony says, well, I'll drive. And we were like, what do you mean you'll drive? Well, I got this Jaguar out in the parking lot that they let, let me for the weekend. So you took uh, me, Steve, Chris, we all went to that um, Chicago, the famous Chicago restaurant they opened up in Tampa and was caught everything. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's the place where the, the cheerleaders got in trouble making out in the bathroom. The signature club. Yes. Wasn't that Carolina was Panther cheerleaders were doing – weren't the Carolina Panther cheerleaders doing the dirty in one of those no, bathrooms? No, that was another time. That was – that was um... – <laughs> All right, all right, all right. All right, fuck it. I'm moving to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Eddie, no, head. that was a different club. You got you to gotta confuse play action. That was at Fondue. That wasn't Sauté. Oh, yeah. Fondue, that place is cheesy, man. Fondue. Honestly, Dean, I love it when I'm a, when we're around you because you oh, remember yeah. everything. I know. Tony does not remember these stories. I'm old. Oh, I got a hundred of them. We need the dirt, the real dirt. The dirt. Tony, if we, don't have, if we don't have somebody like Dean telling the dirt on you, how are you ever going to write your memoirs? I don't know. Dean's going to write my – well, Dean, the Tampa version. Luigi, one, one of the weekends <laughs> after that, we were, at, we were at the hotel down in Tampa. Um, I forget where he was staying. We went after the golf tournament, all the, everything we did. We went to the bar and we closed the bar till two thirty in the morning, three o'clock in the morning in Tampa. I think they stayed open till. And Tony has to get on a plane the next day, and so we were we were you know doing our hugs and kisses goodbye and stuff in the hotel lobby. Me, Dumeg, all starting him, and so the, the valet brings my car up, and I get I'm hammered. I get in my car and I'm I'm hammered, so I'm slowly driving away, and I get about a hundred and fifty. About a football field down the road, and I'm coming up to a light, and all of a sudden I hear on the side of my car, boom, boom, boom. I said, "What the fuck?" I roll down my window. It's Tony. He ran like a hundred yards to chase me down in my car. He goes, "Dean, my golf clubs are still in your trunk." <laughs> You remember that, Tony? Those were the good old days, yeah, that's man. That's back in the day when Tony could run fast. I could still run fast. Or at all. <laughs> Come oh, on, man. Tony Bruno. What is this? It's this not, is your life? But anyway, we've got to get Rondé on next week, though. I want to give Rondé love going into the Hall of Fame, you know, and all the other great players. But good yeah, stuff. Actually, he, um, when, after they won the Super Bowl in 2002, then the following year when we had the golf tournament, I actually brought a Super Bowl football, and he autographed it. Him and Mike all started both, and I got it out in the other room. Beautiful, man. 
Beautiful. Good times, man. I mean, Tampa's one of my – you know, people think I, oh, I always lived in Tampa and worked there, and I never lived there, but I would be there so many times and for so many events. I would fly from L.A. to Tampa, from Philly to Tampa to do weeks at a time there, just like I did in San Francisco. I was living in L.A., and I'd go to San Francisco almost every weekend. So it's great to get around and see the rest of the country and meet wonderful Tony, people. If you remember, it was probably the greatest radio lineup in the history of sports. Yep. Absolutely. It was you. It was you. Then Chris Thomas. Yep. Then Jim Rome. Yep. Then Steve Dumay. That yep. was the entire from like eight in the morning till eight at night. There was. I don't think there was ever a better radio lineup in the history of sports radio. Should we give ourselves a roaring round of applause for that? <laughs> Chris Thomas was amazing. Yeah. I can't believe those guys are both gone, man. That's why you have to enjoy life while you have it, man. Yeah, Tony, as a matter of fact, I got a picture of you, Chris Thomas, Ted Webb, Steve Dumeg, and you're the only one that's still alive. Wow. Oh, that's sad. Is that a bad omen? Could no. I die having uh, – could you die when you have uh, uh, rotator cuff surgery? <laughs> <laughs> well, you could if the anesthesiologist screws you up. You might not ever wake up. That's why you got to enjoy life every day, man. Yeah, you do. And speaking of enjoying life every day, when are you inviting me down, damn it? You can come down anytime you want. If you want to work on the boat, help me with, with – I'm a one-armed man now. I'm like the fugitive. I'm the well, one-armed man. Well, it's a one-armed man with a one-legged man. That's <laughs> going to be a great combination. How are you going to drive with no – is that your <laughs> right – There's joke in there somewhere. Is that your right leg or your left leg? I, left. I had the joke. It didn't get hurt over you guys. I'm saying, go ahead, Luis. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I missed it. What was the joke? I, I'm not. I, I, it's, it's over now. Can't say it now. No, you can. You can. Oh, you forgot. So now we got a guy with a bad memory, a bad leg, and a bad eye. <laughs> <laughs> and we only need one more to have four, four bad uh, combinations. It's not a bad memory, Dean. It's a selective memory, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony Bruno, it's a, it's past our time. Yes, we're oh, overtime. Anyway, Tony, Tony or Robin, call me and we'll, Karen and I will come down. Yeah, okay. let her drive, though. I don't want a guy with a bad knee driving. We'll get there. Anyway, Luigi, good seeing you. Robin, love you. Love you, Love too. you, Dean. There he is, Dean. Take care, Dean. The man uh, who remembers more about my life than I do. I got to be honest. I hate that fucking guy, but I like him, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate him, but I like him. <laughs> I love you, Luigi. <laughs> He's the ultimate prick. The great him. Dean in Clearwater, Florida, ladies and gentlemen. That's where my trailer was made, the Magic Tilt trailer that for my boat up in Clearwater since 1953. Was it a oh, the trailer. I thought it was a, uh, not a caravan. No, no, no trailer. Well, there it is. I can't believe this show. Has this show flown by? It has. And we covered everything tonight, man. Everything. We talked about Tony Bennett. We talked about the movies opening with Oppenheimer. And, and, and Shark Barbie. Week, NFL training camps, Women's World Cup, the Golf Open, the trading deadline in baseball, football players driving 140 miles an hour. It's unbelievable. Football football players and simulators asking for $5 an hour. Exactly right. I mean, you're not getting this kind of variety. It's clear that we need to do more shows because we just have too much information. I I have it saved up like a guy like Luigi after three weeks getting ready for a movie scene. You know what I mean? Three hours. And by the way, coming up on uh, Last Call on No Filter with the boys, 
They will be. A, they'll. They will do a check on Barbie's labia coming up next. Remember, if you have a Barbie doll from one of your kids, check out. She is not anatomically correct, and I think that's there should be protest in all the theaters. Barbie needs to have a vagina. Well, in this day and age, they'd want it to be interchangeable. Like and you get Ken both. needs to have a penis. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Exactly right. Luigi, great job, brother. It's not even a job. It's just an adventure. We just love doing this shit, don't we? Hey, for the love of the game, Tom. Damn right, man. <laughs> That's it. And what was that movie we saw for the that movie, that grand premiere we went to see? What was that thing called? Oh, uh, Back in the Day. Back in the Day. <laughs> Back in what a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge until your film comes out, Luigi. Oh Do not judge. <laughs> Thanks to Miss Robin on the ones and twos and adding all the giving me tissues when my nose starts running. She needs I need an ice pack. I'm gonna go ice down, Luigi. You have to, brother. You are you are a battered performer, my friend. And I gotta go watch all my uh, what do you call it shows? My gold rush shows. My I gold go shows. I got to go take Penny out. and uh, find not be shot. Find not be shot. Find not be shot. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy yeah, the everybody. summer. The summer's going away quickly. We're almost through July, for God's sake. Where is it yeah, going? I'm coming, yo, I'm coming back down. I'm coming back down soon. All right, beautiful. Okay. Come on down. In the meantime, thank you, everybody. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It is still the greatest place on earth. Be careful out there. Adios, guys. Okay, Bobby.